gamers and welcome to episode 407 of the super ultra podcast arcade for february 25th 2023 i'm one of your co-hosts daniel nicholson and with me is my co-host dominic stallworth what's going on this week dominic yeah um so the last couple of weeks um yeah we've been off like oh yeah that is yeah we took a week off and yeah, because special programming what's a lot of news yeah. Yeah. Uh, what? Oh, what'd you say? I couldn't hear you. I said we had special programming that week. Yeah, <laughs> and um, I did put up the, and I also was working on the game of the year um, podcast, mm-hmm. half ass game of the year. So that's up there. Check that out. Definitely. Um, and spoilers: our game of the year was not Elden Ring. Yes. Take that. Take that gaming world. Take that from software. Here's your. <laughs> Number two place trophy, and George R. R. Martin. <laughs> yes, I forgot about him. <laughs> what will he do, Dominic? What will he do? <laughs> all right, just joking. Um, all right. So, what we got? So we had a lot of things happen since the last time we did really a podcast. Because last podcast, podcast we actually did. Uh, we didn't talk. I ain't talked nothing about sports or anything. But Super Bowl happened, and KC won. So there you go. Um. The new guy for everybody to hate since Tom Brady's retired now. That's what he said. <laughs> um, so we'll we'll see what happens there. Oh, but he will be an announcer, a play, uh, an analyst apparently on Fox, where oh. he's gonna pay tons of fucking money. I'm sure he will. And just like somebody said in the comment, he was like, "I was so happy to be done with him, <laughs> and now I'm going to have to hear him." You'll never be done with <laughs> said, Tom Brady. Well. Like I said, I say, well, I'll listen to Game on Mute if he's doing it. <laughs> Just mute the shit out of it. Because it's like, nope. But you think you're going to still see him, though. Because they're going to show a camera of him talking and saying some shit. God, am I going to quit football and basketball? Because <laughs> I'm quitting basketball when LeBron James' son come in. Yeah. So, and that's going to be the season after next, I believe. And so, yeah, well, I ain't quitting football. Um. I'm just going to watch my loser commanders. Oh, unless Jeff Bezos buys the team. I don't know. Um, that's <laughs> been the talk now. Is putting, putting a bid in. That's what people are saying. That's okay. the rumor out there. Uh, I don't know it's official yet, but I just keep seeing it out there. He putting a bid in it. I think mm-hmm. somebody else already did say they want to probably buy it too. But I'm hoping by next season, we'll have a new owner. We get Snyder out of there. We can just... Have some new, like a uh, new start, man. Yeah. New start um, for the commanders, and or, or or hopefully the guy who comes in can just change the fucking name too. Change the name <laughs> to something better. I don't know. Um, they put so many wraps <laughs> on so many Teslas though, down. They can't afford to change that name now. Yeah, you know what? And my and I got um, a hoodie with a commander's hoodie for Christmas, so that would suck. I'll still wear the shit out of it though. I don't care. I, re- I still wear my <laughs> this is vintage team. I still wear my Washington t- football team. T-shirts like I <laughs> for the two years they were. All right, so what? Where are we at here? Oh yeah, XFL is back, people. With the yeah. the Rock hitting it up, the Rock, his ex-wife, and some other dude. I feel really bad about not knowing the ex-wife's name because I'm tired of keep saying ex-wife. I don't I don't feel right saying that. The other dude, I don't give a shit. I don't, I don't care about knowing his name. It um, is Danny Garcia. Is the ex-wife Danny Garcia? Okay. Yes. Oh, yes. And um, she she's the owner, co-owner with her, with, uh, the Rock, her, and another man. And so 
<laughs> they uh yeah they've been hitting it up like um promoting it they're on espn um and also i see i remember like oh yeah disney bought fx because they said they have on fx i was like wait a minute but fox sports does the usfl how are they gonna do fx it's like oh yeah fx is not with fox anymore um mm. But they still got F. It's so weird that they just keep the name. It's like, what <laughs> FX stand for then? It's like, whatever. Um, it's it, yeah, it's it, like Fox Sports. Like Fox Sports kept the name. Really, I think that's more the weird thing because I think it's still yeah, still Fox. Right. Um, but yeah, it's just weird how they separate those things. But anyway, so I watched almost all the games. I think three three out of the four games I watched. I watched a little bit of one of those games, but it was just that I didn't watch all the way through but the other three games i watched all the way through and i, I enjoyed them they were they were they were pretty good um they were close um the, the dc defenders games was really good because um there's a tradition that happens um for the xfl and dc defenders um i think they do it in, in other stadiums too but i remember from dc they do the um the thing called that snake where they a snake cup like in a crowd where they put all their beer cups together to make a long snake in the crowd but apparently the security just not did not like fun <laughs> he did not like fun and they said um please give us this they took the snake away from them the fans were upset start throwing <laughs> lemons on the field and and, and i was very confused because i didn't know why the people were throwing lemons and i was like what the hell did lemons come from i said why are people throwing lemons and, and I, I was thinking like i don't remember there being a bad call are they just upset because the game the team's losing. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> but then you, I heard the story, and then I saw something on Twitter like hashtag free the snake, <laughs> like like gave the snake back, and um, then at but after that, that's when DC defenders started um coming back. They got a, after they threw the lemons, they picked some of the lemons up. The DC defenders got a touchdown from interception, <laughs> like intercepted for a touchdown, and then they start being on a roll after that. And they almost lost though at the end, um, but the guy fumbled the ball on Seattle, so the defenders end up winning that game. But I think they going to probably they probably going to let them do the snake now because shit, you trying to get people to popular and people be in the crowds and still yeah. do stuff like shit. They should get a beach um, volleyball out there too. Let them bounce that. Yeah, way. but just make sure, guys, you don't want to be in the stand unless if you're unless you're into that stuff. You don't want to be in the stands where they are because you will get wet. Because I mean, that, it was a that's lot of what I throwing. wonder if like somebody complained <laughs> about it, and that's because like otherwise, why did why does anybody care if they're just building that's the what, snake out of That's cups? what I'm thinking. That's what I was thinking. That would be the only reason. Yeah. yeah so and you just got no. And plus, there's plenty of seats, so you, you probably can just move somewhere else. <laughs> you can move somewhere else to sit. <laughs> Even though you, the DC stadium is the best one because it's a, it's the smallest venue of all the stadiums. Oh, okay. Um. There's, where it's where the soccer at? team plays. Oh, okay. At the DC United uh, field. Um, the same one they played at um, in 2020. Mm-hmm. And because of its enclosedness, that it only holds 20,000 people. And because of its in, uh, how uh, close it is to the field, it, it can sound loud. While right. other places have these big-ass stadiums they're playing in, but you don't get that many people come um, to the games. So you still hear them, though. I mean, you still can hear people, but not. it's not like DC where... The, where it's really like pe- the people in the field can really hear, you know, like it's really loud. It could get pretty loud. Mm-hmm. And yeah, those guys were like, they were having a good time out there, man. Uh, and uh, the players are having a good time. 
uh, well, the, the team that won, and you get um, <laughs> you get a thousand uh, bucks actually on your paycheck if you win. Uh, that's sweet. So that that's something. Yeah, just and makes me rule, wonder how much rules. they're getting paid beforehand, though. Yeah, they're getting paid um five hundred dollars. Um, <laughs> that's what they're getting paid. <laughs> I was joking. I don't know. Uh, it, it's it's up there. You can definitely look at it. It's all that shit's all pretty much open. But yeah, it it was a good weekend overall. Even though I think they said um, viewership was down from the last time they were have it. But then again, it was a big weekend. You had All Star Weekend for the NBA. You had yeah. Daytona, um, also, and I think Tiger Woods did something. Mm. So then, so <laughs> it was some something Tiger. I don't, I don't know what it was a tournament or what, but yeah. So it it was a like yeah, you were going against um some hefty competition. Uh, for that weekend, but I that stuff I didn't really care about. I don't care about All Star Weekend. Like when I was younger, I did. Um, but it's not a thing for me anymore. And I don't watch Daytona, <laughs> and I don't really watch golf anymore. And last Tiger was playing in a real tournament. I don't care. <laughs> um, and, that's, that's the, and he's not going to be playing many, much anymore either. He even because he said his body, way his body is, is that you only get play in certain tournament. Mean certain mm, tournaments, so yeah. it's pretty limited. That's rough. But yeah, it yeah. I mean, hey, it, it happens. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, I think overall I enjoyed it. I mean, I liked the USFL last year. And I liked the XFL was pretty good before COVID happened. So yeah, and um Seattle looked like they were gonna be the top team um because of the the players they had offensively. Cause one of the guys, Josh Gordon, who used to be a Pro Bowl um NFL player, um, he he's on there, and he's he's been man, he's been catching the balls, but they just can never hold on to their lead. They start off great, and then they just like go flat. Mm. And they have a Thursday, they had a Thursday night game, uh, so they had Thursday night football. Um, and Seattle played in Seattle, and they're pl- they're actually playing in the Seahawks Stadium, and they were playing against St. Louis, and St. Louis um beat them. They came back and beat them. It was a good game. So yeah, um. So that's cool. Uh, there's really not much to talk about sports. I mean, a lot of things changed in the NBA, though. Like Kevin Durant is on Phoenix. Kyrie Irving is on the Mavericks. So the Nets are just done. And then Westbrook left the Lakers, thank God. I wanted him to go from there because they did not do him right. And he, But he stayed in L.A., though. He's going to, he went to the Clippers. And they played a good game against the Kings, but they lost in double overtime as of this podcast. Uh, but... Yeah, my Wizards still suck. Um, they 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 were winning like last night. I thought it was gonna beat the Knicks, but then they were up by like I think more than almost twenty points or so, or more than twenty. And then the Knicks came back and they beat them. So I was like, God damn it! Um, we just need to. It's like this team needs to change, and it looks like they they want to keep these some of these core guys. But I'm like, well, I don't know if it's gonna work. I mean, unless you're getting somebody else. <laughs> like I don't know what I mean. I guess they don't want to spend nothing now and just wait till off season to do something. I don't know, but it sucks because I'm like I need I want to see some good professional basketball. Um, my Terps they did beat like the number three team at the time, uh, Purdue. That was great, but then the next game they went and lost. So it's like ah oh, damn it, and it was to an unranked team. So I was like, every time they seem like they start off good, they go lose. But then again. That's the way college basketball is now. Mm. It's it's the parody is just it, it's so big now. Um, like 
for it been like this for almost like ten years now or so that the parody is just um it's not just like these it's nobody who's dominant. Like the big schools are still like the top schools, but it's not like but thing is back in the day it used to be amongst the big schools, you know who was the best team. Right. Like you know this team they're going to be doing something. Or if they lose, it's a true upset. Now it's like, hey, you got a chance. Now, if they're small school, yeah, your chances are still slim, but they're, you got a chance to upset some teams, though, in the tournament. It's just that they still haven't won the, the big one. No small school still hasn't won the big championship yet. But they have a they can be spoilers now. So, you know, you don't want to be that team that like got spoiled by a small school in the tournament. But, um... Yeah, so that's it. So, any wrestling news? Um, yeah, we can talk real quick about uh, Elimination Chamber. The kind of headline of that was Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns. They were in Sami's hometown of Montreal, so he got a huge reaction there. Um, oh, God, the Canadians. And it's kind of, what's that? I said the Canadians. Yep, the Canadians. Yeah, and as <laughs> expected, Sami was not able to pull off the win there. Roman Reigns is still your champion heading into WrestleMania. And um, Sami Zayn just, you know, got destroyed, basically. Uh, you know, he had it was a valiant effort, but he, he got overwhelmed with Uso interference. And then eventually Kevin Owens did come out after the match to, you know, make the save. It seems like the, the long-rumored match for WrestleMania was going to be the Usos versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn for the tag team titles. And it seems like that could be the direction they're going in as they now veer off with uh, Cody Rhodes facing Roman Reigns as kind of the headline there. So, yeah, I mean, uh, WWE's doing some pretty fun stuff. AEW still just kind of trucking along. Uh, the 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 like sentiment around them in like the online wrestling universe has kind of hit a downturn, um, and it, it really happened around like the time that the CM Punk stuff started happening, and the the Ring of Honor stuff. There was a lot of that that Tony Khan was putting on the show. Uh, which a lot of people took as like being a distraction from actual the actual AEW kind of uh, material, which at the end of the day, it's all wrestling. But you know, when, when you have certain storylines that you're trying to do as part of AEW, and you know these younger guys that you're trying to build up, but you're spending a lot of time with Chris Jericho winning the Ring of Honor title and stuff like that, it can be distracting. Um. I think Tony Khan's just finding out that it's hard to have a very large roster of very talented people and and kind of make all the booking decisions for yourself. It sounds like maybe that's not really the way that Triple H is handling WWE now. Um, so as a counter to basically like what Tony Khan is doing or what Vince would have been doing, he's the guy that at the end of the day checks off on everything, but he, he's kind of like a showrunner in Hollywood, right? He's not the guy making the day-to-day decisions. You know, you have writers and whatnot for that, but he's the one kind of keeping the overall story together. Um, yeah. and as such, you know, he's, he's maybe handling it a little better than, than everybody else right now. So we'll see if that continues. You know, the next big event for WWE is WrestleMania. And I think that's like end of April. And then 
AEW is Revolution, which is their pay-per-view coming up, I think, like mid or late March. So they're building to that right now. Um, I could be wrong about that. But, yeah, that's kind of where wrestling is right now. It's, it's, it's still entertaining. still good. But nothing like huge happening until uh, until those pay per views happen. And AEW Revolution is March fifth, so beginning of March actually, next weekend actually. Um, so yeah, wrestling, good stuff. All right, cool. Oh, All right, so I guess sorry, we'll get- real quick, oh. I do want to mention uh, Sasha Banks, Mercedes Monet now did have her first match for New Japan Pro Wrestling last weekend as well. Um, and that was very What's good. What's her name she, now? Uh, Mercedes Monet. Okay. Like money. Um, which is kind of a problem because the announcers don't necessarily know whether to pronounce it as money or Monet. And honestly, now saying it myself, I'm not sure I know. Because like banks, bank, you know, money. Yeah. Um, but Monet just sounds like a more, a, a real name. It's M-O-N-E with a, you know, an accent over it. Um. But yeah, she faced Kyrie, uh, formerly Kyrie Sane, in the WWE when she was over here, and they just had a really good match. She is now the women's IWGP champion, so we'll see how long she hangs out, kind of in New Japan and and doing those if she ever makes her way back to either WWE or debuts in AEW at some point, or if she just kind of wants to live out her dreams doing that stuff. So. Yeah, I did want to mention that. All right, cool. All right, so now we go into what we've been watching. So um, I'll start off. Okay. I started watching um, Attack on Titan. Um, oh, yeah? Again, well, it's not really again, because I was watching it, but not really watching it, like, really all the way through. I, like, I played the video game, and right. then I said, I'm going to start from where the video game left off. But there was still some things I didn't understand because that, that wasn't really covering a video game. So I said, you know, I need to start from the beginning and um, watch it throughout. And I, I'm right now I got up to the lat, the final season part two. I'm still watching some episodes of that. And I thought that was it. Like that was going to be it. Like the final season part two was the last. But apparently there's a final season part three. As I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is the final season? There's a more the final, final season. season. It started. It started. Final season officially started in 2021, and we're still in the final season. And then it's like the as many episodes as it's been, they could have just called this season six or something, right? Like, like instead of just saying final season. Uh, and then I come to find out, like yesterday, when I was looking up this stuff. Final uh, part three of the final season starts um, in Japan, I think, um, next month. I think it's March mm-hmm. or end of this month. I don't know. Um, I think it was close. Well, at least it was close to of that article. I don't know what it is now. But that's going to be the final season part three, part one. <laughs> <laughs> of course. And now I'm like, I wish I didn't start watching this shit. Because <laughs> I, the only reason I started watching six, I thought it was over <laughs> for some reason. So I just saw final season, and I think like, oh, so did it finish? <laughs> so, so uh, you should have known I better than the final season done. being the final season, Dominic. How dare you? <laughs> and this, like, I think somebody said on Reddit, said like, I was about to 
See, I just started on a, it's like, I'm on this freaking second season. I'm going to start to stop watching until this shit is done. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, man, I wish I would have read more on this shit, but I was trying not to spoil myself. Um, and, and I'm like, oh man, it, you bastards. And I don't spoil myself anyway. I mean, cause it's not done. So it's like, I thought I was, I thought it was over. So I was like, oh, whatever. Um, the, now the manga is over, but somebody said it's going to be, some people believe that it's going to be different or maybe they said that. I don't know. It's going to be different what the, um, the manga was. Some people are upset with the, um, the manga saying that, um, they like that ending. I looked at that ending and I mean, it seemed okay to me. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'll, I'll see. I mean, then again, I'm not reading the manga, so I don't know how it, how the story flows mm-hmm. in the manga compared to the um, show. But overall, what I think of Attack on Titan, it's a it's a good show. Like I'm, I mean, I thought it was interesting just because of the concept of these giant, um, um, sex, uh, sexless monsters or whatever. They have no genitals and stuff <laughs> like that. And like, uh, but it was just weird. But now knowing what they are and like how things came to be, and I mean, and how the story goes, like it's man, it's probably it's well done. Like, I don't know any other anime like this. Like, this is a well-done, well-told story and how it's presented. And it looks really good. Like, the animation's good. The music is good. That goes with it. Um, like, the twists are pretty big in it. Um, like, well, spoilers. Um, the twists of them finding out that there's more people around the world and that they're just on this island and that there's actually... Uh, city over there but who thinks of them as monsters even hmm. though they're all scared of titans but those people look at them as the mo- monsters and then you learn the history of like what happened and why is it that way do they and just also, not know uh, about the titans or are they like on the titans no they know about the titans they said that it was a them over there oh like it's okay it's it's a big thing like it's thing is they call them the devils because they're they're descendants of they call it a Aridians or something like that. Okay. They're descendants of this woman or whatever of these race of people who they can turn. They have the power to turn into titans. Like now, the people there don't know. Don't know that. And plus, you gotta do. You gotta have something infusing you to to turn to a titan. You gotta do something to yourself. But it's not that anybody can turn into a titan. It's just that they only they can. Um, and. So and they they didn't know that Titans were people. Like they didn't see these people. They looked like people, but they didn't think them as real humans that used to be humans. Right. Um. Then they when they found out, because Aaron, the main character, he could turn to a Titan. So then they start learning more, and then they learned that there were some people who had come over, um, who infiltrated their who infiltrated their um military and stuff. Who they befriended, like Aaron and them were friends, but they were actually spies from that country they were because they came because they're supposed to take the take a titan um one of the founding titans they call it and they're supposed to take that and take it back and think that's urns urns titan was was one of the founding titans because it's supposed to be like non-titan now nine founding titans that's they're special titans titans that people like um where they're they're sentient like because you can turn into it while the other titans they're not they're just dumb like you turn somebody into Titan, they're just like mindless. They're mindless monsters who just eat people. And thing is, if a mindless monster 
eats a founding titan, they will take the power of that founding titan, then they'll turn back to their human form. And then they can turn back into a titan and a human from there on. Hmm. So that's how that is. Um, so yeah, so only people with those powers can be sentient and control themselves and titans. And then you, have, you only have a short shelf life, though, of your life. So you have to, at some point in your life, you're going to have to let somebody eat you so that power can go to that other person. Uh, <laughs> wow. It, yeah. It's, um, yeah, I mean, once you get the story, once you understand it, like you watch the show, you'll understand what's going on. Because, mm. see, I went in one time just tearing all that other, tearing this stuff, not knowing what the hell happened from the start. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. And I was like, how <laughs> so I had to, I had to go start from beginning. Because I was like, this video game didn't tell me all that. I was just fighting Titans. <laughs> I was just fighting, basically. Um, and plus, that video game wasn't dubbed. So, yeah, I... I can't, yeah. So that that sucks. So, but a lot of times I wasn't even listening, to, reading the shit that they mm. were saying. Uh, but yeah, yeah. The game, I mean, the movie is. I mean, I said the movie. The um, the show. It's great, and it's really it's, it really shows. Um the um, the consequences of war, and like there's, this really is no. You learn, like, man, that, who's the antagonist, really? Mm. And it was like, uh, because everybody seems to be just um, almost a product of what they were told, mm-hmm. and and like what they believe. Because, like, so the the Marley that the the, um, the city across the sea has sent people over there to attack um, the Elridians. They don't know why they attacked them. They didn't only learn that they they think because they think they're going to do something to them, even though they weren't. They, they don't even know. <laughs> they don't even know yeah. that they were uh, Titans, but they but they don't know that. They think that the king from a long time ago, because he said he was going to take it off. He said that look, if you come break my walls, I'm going to release some Titans. But in reality, the king is peaceful. He just said that as a threat, just to leave them alone. He wasn't never going to do anything. And like it, when he passed the Titan to his descendants. They felt what he felt, which is we're not going to fight, and they don't fight. That's the thing; they don't fight. And thing is, but it's come to to be uh, a detriment to the people too, because them not fighting, then people weren't ready to defend themselves, right. and not not enough anyway. So the problem is that, so that's why Aaron's father had took the founding Titans power because he's not really uh descendant of the king he stole it and then and they learned people thought hey only the descendants of the king can actually have the power but that's not true if you're just Elridian, you can have the power and still do it and you don't have to go by the king's bidding so now they say like okay good now we can fight back so they go over um and attack them also and it's funny because like I mean, it's not funny but it's like when the show starts off you see these titans come in and it's killing people. That's how Aaron's mother died. A lot of people, their family members died and stuff. Yeah. So the fuck what? Now they know how it is. So now, now we can talk. We can talk now. Yes, talk now. Is that after I did that? Because we need to let y'all know this is what you did to us. But Aaron, he's really gone off the off the rails there. Like he's he's like the enemy now. Like Aaron mm. turned from a, like the protagonist to an antagonist. And wow. like he um 
mean, it, it's a good development too, though. The way it developed is pretty good. And I was like, wow. I'm still rooting for him, though. I was like, just burn the world, man. Burn it all. <laughs> just burn it all. Burn it all. Just get those Titans and just kill everybody because they they, they should have done this. Oh, whatever. But, you know, um, what else was I about to say? Um, yeah, I mean, it's it, the story is told, it's told well. Um, like, they each character and, like, it makes death significant. Like, people die really significant. Like, you feel like, damn, what? And then because people even ask him, like, what are they fighting for? And stuff like that. And, like, we don't even know what's going on. This is, like, even before this before they knew what the Titans were and anything like this. And then you got to think, like, this is all their lives. They hated Titans. And they were afraid of them, these people. Now they find out these Titans are people. <laughs> they were people. Yeah. And there were some of their people who got turned and something like that. So now people got confused. It's like, what the fuck is going on? It's like, and then, it, and then they get confused because, oh shit, there's another world out there. This board, we, they think they're the last of humanity. They thought they were like the last humanity. And it was like, what the hell is that? And it was funny when they got some people from Marley on uh, the place to, to work with them because they're mm. against the government over there. And it was a black dude there. The guy's like, why are you darker skin? And someone asked, why are you? And the guy just said, oh, I guess it's just, he, t- he basically, Spoke in a religious way. He said, well, that's one way people believe is that, like, he said, he said the Lord, like, this one to make people different or something like that, to have people different or something like that. He said, but that's just one way people believe. He say, hey, you believe what you want, whatever. Um, so then they did just find out, like, oh, there's different people. Um, because all they see, most the most that they seen it was like an Asian, was somewhat Asian woman um, who is Mishika. I think that's um, Aaron's friend, um, almost like a sister to him, really, because they know each other forever. And okay. she always sticks with him. And she um she's like half Asian, but that's the most they really ever seen. Um, and only a few people who know about history know like, oh, there were people of different uh races out there or something like that. They used to be a long time ago. That's so they didn't say the Titans. The Titans got rid of them, but that's not true. They still out there. <laughs> they, they just didn't know. Yeah, it's 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 a cool yeah. The show, I'm I'm surprised how good it is, honestly, um, because I'm not I'm not really into anime stuff, and I don't have people who really watch anime, so I, I don't really know. They're probably anime people saying like, "Oh man, everybody knows this show is great," blah blah blah. But all I saw was just giant naked men. That's all I saw, man. So I didn't yeah. know what the fuck. It is just, just seemed like weird shit, but nah, it it's well done. Um, what else? Um, oh yeah, I watched South Park, so I guess we can talk about that. Yeah. Um. So. How did you like the first episode? I thought it was enjoyable. It was, you know, basically uh, Cupid Yee. Uh, yeah. What, like what, Kanye. What, what was he called before? He was called Cupid Me. Cupid Me. Because he looked like Eric. Yeah. Because he's a little Cartman Cupid that yeah. you know, comes around for Valentine's Day, I guess. But in this one, it was Cupid Yee. And it, he basically turned into Kanye and was, you know, trying to trying to turn Cartman against the Jews, basically. Turn, turn Cartman against the Jews. <laughs> More against like the Jews. Like he wasn't that? already against them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Eric Cartman has uh, turned over a new leaf down. Come on. No, I think he was really turning, trying to turn Tolkien against them before he won't be his friend. He really was, <laughs> he, won't <yeah>. be, <laughs> he won't be. He won't be um, Kyle's friend because Kyle was um, They're making wasn't TikToks. being with Stan. Like Stan, like he, cause he, yeah, he was doing TikToks with um, Token. Uh, Token, and Stan was feeling a little jealous, so Cartman felt like he needed help, so that's where he had 
Cupid me, but then Cupid me <laughs> was Cupid ye. And he just starts spotting off like, well, the Jews control Hollywood and they do all this and blah, blah, blah. They say the, the blacks were the original Jews. They they stole it from them. And they stole it from them. It's like he was spreading all that stuff. It was pretty, yeah, it was it was pretty funny. Um, yeah. But I do like how they try to, they short like, only Cartman sees this and like everybody just sees Cartman just acting weird, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, this is all Cartman's mind. And everybody just sees like, who's he talking to? He's like, <laughs> but the second one wasn't that. Uh, the second episode, and it's only been two because I I didn't see no. Unless yeah, it's a, I just looked, looked this the third one. I, I didn't see it. another one yet. So yeah, um, the second one was okay. Um, it was really dealt with uh, Meghan Markle and the prince and Prince Harry. Um, because now I think they got a show out on Netflix or something. It's like. They all talk about they they make they making fun of them about like wanting to be private and not be not being around the uh, royal family and stuff. But they all you always see them in front of the camera. You see them everywhere, so it's like a joke on that. But they instead of them being Prince Harry and Meghan Markle like from like in, Prince Harry from England, they do it like Canada. They said the king, of, the uh, the prince from Canada, <laughs> and something like that. It starts off with the queen from Canada funeral. Um, not the British Queen, yeah, and yeah, it it was okay. It has moments, but it wasn't as good as the first one. All right, so you watched some more Last of Us. You, are you caught up? Yeah, I've been I've been staying pretty caught up with it so far. It's been very good. Uh, the I want to say the fourth episode they got a bit more actiony. You saw uh, some more clickers. Um, there was kind of a big battle scene. I think there's like nine episodes because I think there's like three more and we're up to six. Maybe this is the fifth episode right. then. I'm not sure, but it, it's been fantastic so far. Um, it, it's been interesting. Not really. I'm familiar enough with the game to know kind of the general idea of things. Um, but not knowing like the kind of smaller story details. I'm still not sure like how much of this was in the game and how much isn't they do kind of the same thing they do with the last of us, where there's a little bit at the end of each episode where the director talks about, you know, we took some of this from this and we took some of this from this. Um, but it's still not like explicitly clear about like what characters are brand new and which characters are, are, are returning. Um, it, it definitely does make me kind of interested in going back and revisiting that game, which I mean, that's exactly why they put that $70 version out. Right. Is like, they're like, yeah, people are going to be interested in this. Um, I think the way I'm experiencing it, maybe, I mean, even if I hadn't known what was going on in the game, but like experiencing the show and then going back to the game, I think will definitely would, would be the preferred experience because, like the game you're actually getting gameplay out of. Whereas like if you're taking the story of the game that you've already played and then just watching a show of it, sure. They're changing some things, but like you've already seen that story, right? Whereas and like, I think that's the problem for me. Yeah. That's why I don't, I have no interest in watching it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm glad people are liking it. Like I, I'm glad it's a good show, yeah, but I like it. Definitely is. it yeah. Even hearing that, I, I still can't, can't watch it because I already it's it's just it's like I I played through the game and yeah. 
I don't know. It's just, it's yeah. I wish, yeah. If there was the other way around, it, yeah, I totally agree. I can do I, that. And and I think like the biggest hurdle for you too would be like the first episode is is basically like the game. Like, it you're not getting much variance there at all. So, yeah, I think if you watch that and you go, yeah, they're just doing exactly what I thought. This is the game. Like, I don't need to see this again maybe if you get into like, I think even episode two is probably a similar way. I think episode three is probably where it diverges the most that I understand at least. Um, and then kind of one from there, but yeah, I, I think you, you giving it the benefit of the doubt or giving it a chance is kind of a big hurdle to, to jump through, um, for something like this, where it is, it, seemingly pretty faithful to that content and that content, especially for you, like it wasn't even really about the gameplay. Cause that didn't, that didn't really work for you. The stealth stuff. Yeah, exactly. It, it was more about the story. So like, if you're just going back to it for the same story, that is what engrossed you in, in the first place. Um, yeah, but I, I think so far they've done a fantastic job with it. I think this upcoming episode is going to kind of be the um, uh, based around the story of the the DLC, where it's basically go goes back in time and you see Ellie developing the relationship with another girl. Um, that's what it seems like from the the uh, kind of ads at the end of the, the episode. But yeah, I think uh, the the actors are doing a fantastic job. I think they've just done a fantastic job overall with the, the look and aesthetic of it. It's, it's very, it's a very good looking show. They definitely put a lot of money into it. And I think the clickers, the first time you see them in the, in the like second episode, when you see like real clickers, I mean, you, you see kind of that some of that stuff beforehand in the first episode. Um, but when you see like the real fungusy looking things in the second episode, some of it looked a little like, eh, but when they, they do like the bigger battle sequence, not battle, but like bigger sequence, uh, more special effects stuff in one of the later episodes, that stuff really comes together. So yeah, it's, it's really good so far. Okay. All right. So I guess we're getting to what we've been playing. So, yeah. all right. So I tried to do Harry Potter game, um, okay. the Hogwarts legacy. And I played like the very beginning up to the point where I finally picked my um what what group I want to be in in the school. Mm, um, Gryffindor was apparently the one. Do um, you get to choose they, that, or choose. does it choose it for? I like. I feel like you've got to choose it, right? Yeah. Well, it's based on what answer you say to uh, the hat. They ask you a question okay. about something, and. That makes sense. I said I'm daring, and apparently that's Gryffindor. And I that was like, "Damn it, pretty Gryffindor." I didn't want to be. <laughs> I didn't want to be the freaking obvious one. Um, I should have put ambitious. If I put ambitious, it probably would have been Slytherin. Um, eh, maybe. Yeah. It depends. Um, is it multiple questions or is it just one question? It's just one question. Apparently, oh, weird. And, um, Does that mean it gives you four different answers, and each one is tied to a specific house? Yeah. I guess. Yeah, it's four different answers. Yeah, see, that's weird. It feels like, I mean, I guess. And, but it said you could choose. After I picked Gryffindor, I said, hey, choose another house. So you oh, can still choose another house. Interesting. Apparently. I'm going to be but ambitious, but also that. Gryffindor. 
Um, but I didn't play farther than that because there's there's quite a bit at the beginning um, to get sh- shit started. Like mm. you're going to um, the um, Green Dots or Green Gots or whatever it's called, the bank. And no, with, yeah, uh, Green Gots. Yeah. Freaking um, the um, goblins. And then you saw that evil goblin that has power. I didn't know goblins can use magic. Oh, yes, they can. But I didn't know they can use magic without humans letting them use magic. I don't know. Maybe that's, maybe that's why he's a bad guy. Uh, yeah, but, I think um, my understanding of this game is like it's got something to do with like a goblin rebellion or something. So maybe this is like when they start to lose their powers and and you know are starting to yeah. become more enslaved or whatever. So um, gameplay wise, it's it's so far. I mean, I'm having a good time with it. Um, I like how they you're able to use the spells. Um, I know like you start out. Um, this is not. This is like doing a story segment. So using the spells, you have to um, kind of trace your wand a certain way. Um, it's like a little mini game thing. That's it's pretty simple, but uh, it's it's cool. Um, when you're actually fighting, you use the um, right trigger to shoot, um, and then you can t- also um, to block. I think I forgot what it was. I think it was the left trigger. And if you time it, you can. If you time it, um, like you can kind of stun them. Like if you hold it, like you, you hit it, it was like a counter, but you have to hold it, and then you do a um a stun or whatever the hell that he spell he says, <laughs> and it stuns him, and then you can like hit it with your wand again, and yeah, um, so but I'm just at, this is just like basically tutorial kind of fighting right now, right. so I haven't really got deep into like the leveling up or anything, uh. I played probably like maybe 20 minutes and it was a lot of story elements to this. It, the story, um, the voice acting is pretty good. Um, I did make my character like black. Um, and it, it had, um, some good features in there. Um, like black hair and stuff, but you're going to be British. So I was wondering about that person you said complained about it, not being pale enough. I want to (laughs) know if they were, they were foreign too. Uh, because I'm like, uh, it's it's not because the guy's gonna be British. It's still not the same as me, so it, that doesn't matter. So it doesn't matter. Then mm-hmm. I don't really matter that uh, what he is that he looks like me not because I didn't know why he was going to talk. Awesome, honestly, because I saw the voices. Is you only get two sets of voices, like a more female voice and a male voice, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh man, they ain't got no American one. I say, <laughs> so I was like, I guess I'm going to stick with this. But yeah, graphically it looks all right. Um, well, I'm not on the run of my PC. It's pretty. It's not that great because of my old graphics card and memory, but mm. it still looked pretty good. Um, and I've seen what it looks like on the uh, better PC and um, on the, the newer consoles. And it, yeah, yeah, visually it looks good. And like so far, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm interested to play some more. Um, so I'll probably begin to that while um. Trying to finish up on Persona 5, which I at the end, I'm doing the last mission that is um was part of the Royale um game that was something new from the first game. Mm-hmm. And it really deals with like this um guy who was a therapist throughout the game of Royale. He wasn't in the first game, but he was a therapist in this game, and then he does some changes to the world, like um change everybody's cognition to something that that pleases them so it sounds good it sounds like hey everybody's getting what they want like uh well not everybody most people are because some people 
just seeing like, why is everybody so happy? Is <laughs> something that they like why? And so and um, while like people are seeing some people who have died, they're alive now and stuff like that. But like um, you're you don't see that um, because I think of the kind of person you are, or whatever um, special persona user you are, and um, or he couldn't find something to satisfy you. Um, maybe that's what it was. I don't know why he couldn't um do you, but yeah, you were uh basically seeing this, so you, you got all your friends out of it, and now you're trying to cha- um make him change everything back, saying that like, look, this is this isn't right. You shouldn't like some of these things make people who they are because of these um either the traumas they had or what they had the struggles they had to go through. It's it made people who they are, and I mean it's part of life. And you can't just bring make everybody happy, and then making somebody happy, you're going to have to take some away because make someone happy also means something has to go wrong for someone else. Mm. Um, so I mean sometimes, um, so like because you want to make everybody happy, something's going to have to happen to somebody. Else. My happiness is that I wish that son of a bitch would die. Jesus, I'll be happy. <laughs> but it'll make me happy, Daniel. Oh well, and that's in what's that important. Case, maybe we should consider. <laughs> It's like I don't think I don't think he would do that, but anyway. <laughs> but no, yeah, it's yeah, but it, it's 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 a, it's a pretty good story. It, it's a pretty good story, and I like I like the palace that I'm doing. I like the mini games they have in here. Um, that's pretty cool. Um, I know some guy didn't like one of them. It wasn't really a mini game. I mean, you didn't really have to do it. You could just like brute force and just fight the enemies. But I wanted to do it the right way. Um, mm-hmm. Where you had to answer these questions and answer them like how the therapist would answer them. So it'll be like a question like, and we don't like right or wrong answers. It'd be like, hey, if there's a person who needs help, would you go help them right away, even though there's a chance that you can get harmed? Or would you go and get help from someone, like someone else to ask for help, even though that time getting someone else to help, well, your friend might get injured. Or something bad would happen to your friend. Um, thing is, we we was and then you discuss with your friends and you discuss it's like, hey, either way, the friend could get hurt either way. Uh, if you go help or go help now, but then we realize this ain't really about. So it's not really about the friend. It's more about are you willing to risk your own yourself, risk it, risk yourself going to help your friend or not? That's what that's what it came down to. And then we said we were. With, we wouldn't. We would go for get help because the way that this guy is seems like he wants to take the easy way out of things because, like, people saying, like, making people happy, like, not making them struggle. Like, say, hey, why struggle to learn how to do this when, like, it is called hardship if you fail. Um, That's the kind of guys we see him as. So it was like, yeah, okay, that would be the answer he'll do. He'll go get help because that's the most bit of a mistake because still you probably can help and then you'll get hurt. And that's not the I mean, it's not nothing wrong with that because even they said it. It's like nothing wrong with that. Just that that would be the best answer for him. And then after more questions you get, you see like, okay, this guy seems like he wants to take the safest route and the the safest route to um happiness. Like, but to achieve happiness. So that yeah, you don't that you don't have to struggle and like you don't put too much like you have a pressure and stuff. Like he's basically saying, like, why why should we have to suffer, basically? To, to get either what we want is like if you have to suffer to get something like get somewhere then don't do it basically find something else 
find something new instead of keeping at it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that is good because maybe you're just not good at that thing. But, you know, it's all up to the individual, you know? So he just sees it as one way, basically. While you're just saying, let life be what it is. Like, just let people do, let let it happen. Interesting. All right. Um, and I'll play some more Vampire Survivor. I was doing some for video for the um, Game of the Year Awards. Mm-hmm. Um, then I started playing playing the hell out of that uh, for a while. <laughs> gotcha. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, that um, yeah, that game is just so addicting. I think I was playing. I forgot what map it was, but I think it's one of those new ones that's only like fifteen minutes or something. Um, mm-hmm. And I picked one of these up. Uh, this character, the character that uses. What does he use? He uses the magic like um, pamphlet paper thing, whatever it is, where the magic goes horizontal. It okay. just shoots up and down and whatever. I was using that. I used that for the first time. Um, so that was pretty cool using that. Um, and then I used, I forgot who I used the next time, but I was almost at 30 minutes and then a son of a bitch got killed by something. <laughs> and I was like, God damn it. Uh, but because I, I was, I've been trying to pick um weapons that I don't usually use, um because I'm trying to like level them up to unlock stuff. And thing is, that combination I had was a struggle. Um, I, I had it like at twenty. I was at twenty nine, like thirty something, and then I died. And I was like, "You gotta be <laughs> fucking kidding me!" Been there. Yep. <laughs> All right. So what you been playing? All right, so I've been playing more of the Metroid Prime Remaster uh, following the shadow drop of that uh, from the Nintendo Direct we talked about last time we recorded. Um, it, it still looks fantastic. It plays really well. Um, I just picked up the Ice Beam and am progressing along. I'm not sure how far along I am, to be honest with you. Um, but Are you playing this handheld? Yeah. Yeah, mostly handheld. Um, actually all handheld. I, I haven't hooked oh, up. Oh, you my... record anything? God damn it. No, I can if you would like me to. Well. Yeah. I, I might be able to. I got to get my, uh, capture card back in my PC. I think I can, I think oh, I can yeah, that's hardwire right, your my, that's right. uh, desktop to my router that I have nearby. Um, and then, cause I got one of those. When I got set up with the new Fios router, they gave me like an extender. I think I could put that extender next to my PC and then hardwire my PC into the extender and then take out that Wi-Fi card and, and put in the, the capture. Um, yeah, because I, I would like to see what it looks like on a bigger screen as well. Um, but yeah, it, it looks, feels good. Uh, I don't know that I have much more to say about it, but it's it's fantastic. Um and I'm I'm glad to be given the opportunity to go back to that game because honestly, I, I, it's been so long. I I don't even remember if that's a game that I beat or not back in the day. I I wouldn't be surprised if at that time it was something that I fell off of eventually, just because that's really the way I've always been about video games. Um, so yeah, I'm trudging along through that. Uh, I also played some Marvel's Midnight Suns because they were doing a free weekend of that. Um, so I downloaded that on Steam and I played for about, I think it said four hours when I looked at Steam just uh, earlier to uninstall it. 
my biggest problem with that, I, I talked about it on the game of the year stuff that I was actually excited to see what they do with the character stuff of that. But really, I, that stuff wasn't doing much for me. I was actually really into the gameplay, the battles, because um, they do do have like a nice twist on the XCOM kind of tactical stuff. Uh, you do have cards, and each uh, kind of round you're given the ability to use three different cards, make one move, um, and then do like a hero action or something maybe. But you can also have cards that if you kill an enemy with that card, you get another card go basically like a free turn. And the way that the enemies are set up is they have like grunts that you always kill as long as you hit them. And there's no like percentages or anything like in an XCOM game. It's basically like you use this card against an enemy. It's going to, it's going to damage them. Um, so there are enemies like grunts that if you hit them, whether it be with a card or there's environmental stuff where you can like pick up a rock and smash them over the head. Um, and that's kind of like a free turn almost as long as they're within range and you're within range of that rock. Um, all of the arenas that I've, I've dealt with so far are, are kind of just like enclosed spaces. They're not huge. They're not long. Um, you can kind of move about the, the arena freely. Um, and, and that's, that's the stuff that I really liked. But in those four hours that I played, I actually didn't get a lot of chance to do that stuff. Like I did the, the initial like training bits, which is Dr. Strange and, and Tony Stark, Iron Man. Um, and then I meet up with the, the Midnight Suns, who is Blade and Magic and, uh, and um, the Robbie uh, Ghost Rider, the younger Ghost Rider, as well as who else is in my party at that point? Miss Marvel or Captain Marvel, rather. Um, so kind of the biggest thing that I played was I was facing against Venom on like a rooftop and he's got some abilities where like he can freeze your character in place and, and stuff like that. A lot of it so far has been like me fighting against Hydra soldiers because basically it's like Hydra has resurrected Lilith, this demon lady um, that is going to make the midnight sun happen or something like that. And then I guess the world goes all bad or something. Um, but that gameplay, okay. I really like a lot of the, the talking and kind of mass effect ship portions between the battles are, are less interesting. I think the writing is just not particularly good. And the the character designs are kind of not great either. It's not an awful looking game by any means, but it's definitely closer to a um like Marvel's Avengers Uncanny Valley than it is to like a Spider-Man, you know, kind of top tier animations and 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 facial work and stuff like that um overall I, I came out of it pretty positive though if it's something that i saw at a, a lower price you know i'd probably be aiming towards 20 just because i know myself and even at that price i'm probably gonna buy it and then 
you know, play a bit of it and, and then fall off of it. If it's something that was on game pass, I would download it and start playing it again, pick it up again. Um, but right now it's not something that convinced me that I need to rush out and buy it. But I, I was impressed by it. I, I, I really dug what I played to that game. All right, cool. Hey, yeah. Go, go buy it so I can play it. <laughs> One of these days. All right. So, I guess we'll take a quick break, and when we get back, we we'll get to the flashback segment. Yeah, and we're back, and then we're flashbacking to 2013, ten years ago, and now we're looking at what are we looking at, what games we're we looking at. We got Crisis Three. Crisis Three was released ten years ago, the third Crisis game. I think the last one too. Um, I don't know if there was one after this one. Um, yeah, I think that's the last yeah. one before they started doing the remasters. God, so, Crisis yeah. 3, that means this is the year of the bow. Uh, yep, yeah, that's right. I think because um, Tomb Raider came yep. out this Tomb year, Raider's too. Tomb Raider's going to be she, out this year, too. Bow. Uh, so, yeah, um, so, yeah, Crisis 3, I played little of it. Um, I think there was a demo, and I think it was yeah, free. Yeah, there was a demo. Um, I think it was free with one of those things, either PlayStation or Xbox. Games for gold at some point, yeah. And yeah, I never beat. I never. I didn't play. I think I've did a couple of stages or whatever, but I never beat the only one I have beaten. I did beat the first one. I don't remember nothing of that one, but I do remember Crisis Two. Yeah, I did same. that one, and I thought that was too. pretty fun. The story wasn't all that great, but it was fun playing. Um, so three, I just wasn't really into it. Um, to really um get into it. Uh, I mean, yeah, I wasn't really into it to like. Um, play it. I mean, it got decent scores. It got 77 on PS3, 76 on 360, 76 on PC. I mean, it got it was good. Yeah. I mean, it was good. Um, it was, I mean, it got shucks a 9 from game trailers. 8.5 from IGN. Game Informer gave it 8.5. I see a 9 on EGM. Edge gave it a 6. You know, they got high standards over there. Um, one up gave it a B plus. So yeah, I mean yeah, I think it was it was good. It just wasn't um, I don't know. It just wasn't like it wasn't huge like the first one. The first one was really big because of the graphics of that because it it would break your computer or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they said, oh, it can't be played on these consoles. Um, then two, it can it could be played on the console. So I guess and and um, it even looked good then. And I said three. Uh, let me see. The debut Crisis 3 was the best-selling retail game in the UK, closely followed by Metal Gear Rise and Revengeance uh, during its debut week. And um, I don't know if it sold as good as the other ones. They don't say that in this sales thing, so I'm going to say no. <laughs> um, it says a title along with Dead Space 3, um, another EA title that was released in the same month. Wow. E- so EA's done this before. <laughs> they didn't just do it with Titanfall. <laughs> They've always failed been doing to meet it. the company's sales expectations. So it failed, yeah. So and that was it. That was it for the crisis. Crisis has been averted. <laughs> uh, all right. So the other game, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, was released, and this I'm still shocked that I have not played enough of this game. Uh, because it's a game style I would like, but honestly, I never pay attention to who made this game. 
Yeah. Um, Platinum Games. I just thought it was a probably be a silly Metal Gear game, side game. So my I used to love Metal Gear when I was younger, but I as I got older, I liked it less. So I didn't really care about this. I was like, oh, they just doing some um, riding shit and say, oh well, you know, it's like you see a whole bunch of Matrix shit happening. I don't really care. Um, but thing is, I didn't even realize like, oh, it's like Devil May Cry and all those other games that I like. And but so I never gave it a chance. And then when I did get it for free, I played it and I did like what I played a little bit of, but I never stuck with it. So it is like a it's, a, it's an action game. It's not like it, the stealth. Metal Gear, it's like I said, it's more like a Devil May Cry or a um, what's it in Bayonetta, and then there was um, what's another game they did? Ah, what's the one the space game and the man in the space suit? I forgot what man it was called. I beat suit. that game. Oh man, he's a, it's a game where he you you're shooting your gun and you're always sliding, you're sliding a lot. And oh, Vanquish, Vanquish, yes. So yeah, it was a. Along those lines, and it looked good. I like the way that you chop up stuff. I remember they showed you chopping a melon or something like that. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah. and yeah, it, was, it it looked cool. And um, I played. Yeah, I played some, and I thought it was pretty fun. But it was just that it was always a time when I started playing with another game. I was also playing too that I just wanted to finish and never did. Um. But it got reviewed well. I mean, shucks, it got like in the eighties all yeah. throughout the um, PC, three sixty, and PS three. Um, the highest score I see is like a nine point two on Game Trailers, uh, Game Informer. But Game Informer gave it a seven point seven five. Darn, they did not pay them money, huh? <laughs> uh, what is uh what's it say here? It says legacy. Hideo Kojima mentioned in 2012 that depending on the game's popularity, the staff would make a franchise based on it. Well, he's well, got no say anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, he was still with him, so I guess it was a popular enough because I don't mm. see there was no other one nope. that came after it. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know how the sales were. What are the sales? Platinum. Well, he expects good sales for the game. Blah 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 blah. Game received the gold prize for 2013 PlayStation Awards for the PS3 version, selling over 500,000 units in Asia. Um, it was the second best-selling game following Crisis 3 in United Kingdom. Um, and then it says estimated 1,222,000 copies sold on the PS3 and Steam platforms um, as of April 2018. I don't know if that's good or not, though. <laughs> All right. So that is, is that it for 22? No, we got, uh, okay, you tell me about this one. One or two. What is one or two? Yeah, so it's basically the sequel to Bit Trip Runner, um, the 2D platformer, well, like auto runner platformer that was based on like old Atari games. Runner 2 upgrades the visuals to full 3d models but you're still running on a 2d plane and it's kind of rhythm based like you have the option to jump over things duck under things or kind of like smash through things or something like that i think um runner two runner one i really got into runner two with the introduction of like the 3d visuals it became a little too busy for me i think it's still a fantastic game 
but it just didn't work in the same way that the first game did for me. So it was cool. All right. Oh, I didn't realize that that was a um, bit trip on our sequel. Yeah. All right. So now we're going to 20 years ago, 2003. And now we got dark cloud two or dark chronicles. Um, which that's, I guess that's what's called Japan or Europe. I don't know, but I know it's dark cloud two. And this was the sequel to Dark Cloud. It was shell shaded. It like it looked totally different than what Dark Cloud was, <laughs> uh, which was pretty plain. Yeah. And this one, it it happened years after Dark Cloud, the original. And well, it's kind of confusing. It's not really confusing, but it happened years later. But it deals with time travel, as in like going further into the future. So um, you, the um, you play as two characters. Um, there's a girl and there's a boy, a princess or something like that. And she's from the future of where he's from. And you still do similarities with Dark Cloud with fighting enemies and then collecting stuff to build a town and things of that nature. Um, and I don't ask you about the story. I haven't played this game in like so forever or anything. <laughs> um, but I remember having a good time with it. I did beat it. I liked it. I used to, cause I used to love the, um, the, the whole, um, Creating your town because it's kind of like Sim City ish or Sim Town ish or whatever. There's those simulation games. You know, I used to love the town building stuff and and the fighting was good. It was like an action RPG. Um, And so it, so I enjoyed it enough. Story was basic. And so I enjoyed that enough. So yeah, it in the game, it got pretty rated pretty well. Um, Got an 87 Metacritic. Um, Darn, I didn't realize it was that high. Uh, but yeah, it's <laughs> don't worry. It was getting yeah, shit on the, on the message boards, Dominic, because this Zelda killer then went and stole the Zelda cell shedding technology. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, I think IGN gave like a nine out of 10. Yeah. Uh, and what does this guy say? He said, it's arguably the best looking PS2 game out there. Damn. Damn. Well, that time it was. <laughs> hmm. Damn. What? Come on. Meta gear. Red and meta gear. Um, I guess he, he just liked the cartoon. That's why he was like yeah. the cell shedding look. He included that Dark Cloud 2 takes this. Go ahead. What'd you say? I was going to say, it's kind of funny that like, I remember the hype around Dark Cloud and I feel like that came out and kind of underwhelmed. And then like, nobody really talked about Dark Cloud 2 in that way as like the Zelda killer because they had already done that and realized that wasn't going to work yet. Here it is like scoring substantially higher. Yeah, a whole lot higher than what Dark Cloud was. Because that Dark Cloud 2 takes the standard secret road and gives us everything that made the original Dark Cloud great, only bigger and better. Um, well, it, that didn't take much uh, because that is... <laughs> How I mean, dare you? Come on. Um, the leap in quality between the two games is really amazing. Yes, yes, I agree with that. Followed from the incredible graphics to the great sound to the refined gameplay, Dark Cloud 2 just oozes of quality and polish. Um and, and yeah, it was it like because I was surprised um how good a score when I saw how good a score it was and what you do and plus the cell shadiness I I was into that I was I was into that at that time because I was like oh man like it, it looks cool I like those yeah. graphics and that's when I really start getting big into level five level five um games like I started looking to see what they do um and what games they were in and it felt like level five was doing a whole lot of shell shade stuff yeah. <laughs> for a time. Uh, I don't know if they're still, they're still doing that. Maybe they are still doing. It. I don't know. They did Professor Layton's and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. 
Nino Kune. I mean, come on. Yeah, they're still doing that shit. <laughs> they, yes, they, they are. Oh, uh, I'll try to yeah, the latest one. Oh, they're doing a Professor Layton's The New World of Steam for the Switch. Yeah. Yeah. They're still doing they they like, we're just gonna make cartoons. <laughs> uh, or we're gonna make games and just put dark lines around the characters. <laughs> 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 But yeah, Dark Cloud 2, it I I really like it. And it, Darren, man, it makes me wanna I, I wanna probably look up the game and I'm not gonna play it. Um But I it was another game that came out after it that I wanted to try out, but I just never did. Um because just I was playing other things. I forgot what it was that what what was that game? Let me see. It was um by level five. Let me see Dark Cloud. Okay, Dark Cloud... Well, Dark Chronicle, they call it, in Japan. Um, well, of course, Dragon Quest Eight because that's what I played. Rogue Galaxy. Oh, I always okay. wanted to play Rogue Galaxy. Just never did. And that game was rated pretty well, too. Yeah. Uh, that, we won't see that till um, another... We want to talk about that for another four years. Another four years, we'll talk about that. Or unless... Actually, maybe another two years if we're... Um, Going by Japan's date of when the mm. game came out, which was Darren, that was there were two years that's crazy um, before the US. And I think I think I remember it probably was because I think I was reading about it. And I was people kept asking, like, when is this coming to the US? I think it's one of those things like you didn't know if it was coming to the US or not. Mm. All right. So what else we got here? We got Indiana Jones and the Emperor's Tomb. This was somewhat big as for like a big 3D Indiana game, Indiana Jones game. Like, um, I don't remember, like, a big... Yeah, this is probably one of the first ones, 3D ones, because I think they had mm-hmm. a side-scrolling game. Um, but, um, and then they had the point-and-click game, of course, um, back mm-hmm. in the um, early 90s. Uh, but, yeah, um, so I remember reading this in, like, Game Informer and being a little jealous because it only said Xbox. And so I did not know that it was coming to the uh, PlayStation, but eventually it did. And that was the worst version, of course. But <laughs> we dealt with it. It probably was the best soul, so that's all I was gonna say. Uh, but <laughs> but anyway, but yeah, um, I mean, yeah, the better credit got the PC and Xbox at seventy three, PS two at sixty five. Uh, yeah, darn, Gamespot gave it a four point eight out of ten for the PlayStation one. Uh, yeah, that's bad. Um, what did game? They don't got gaming form up here. Oh, maybe they get a bad score. Maybe that's why I didn't get it. Uh, <laughs> but well, no, but I think I saw the Xbox version was um. Uh, better so I, that's why i probably didn't bother yeah um let's see what the people said about it the um oh here's jeff gersman he reviewed it for GameSpot. no oh boy um oh darren he hated that ps2 version oh, you <laughs> bastard he was a playstation <laughs> hater uh he reviewed each version of the game darren that that's when you had to play each version yep. daniel yep sure was uh, <laughs> And wrote that the sound alike voice actor of Harrison Ford does a convincing enough job, but I felt that some of the other voices don't fare so well. Christmas also wrote that while the plot contains a few twists and double crosses, the game is very thin on storytelling, only breaking into cutscene to move you from one part of the world to another. Gersman also noted various audio and gameplay glitches in the Xbox version. Just wrote that the PC version contained less graphical and technical problems compared to the Xbox version, but was critical to the PC version's control issues. Viewing that the PlayStation version, Gersman noted some graphical issues as, a, as severe and said that it pales in comparison to the Xbox version. Damn. Um, PC gamers said um, 
some frustratingly twitchy jumping. The game does a superb job of capturing the spirit of Indiana Jones films. And um, PC Games N, where, what does that one stand for? Um, it says include the game on its list as best action adventure game for PC, writing that off for 20, um, in 2018, writing that while it has some flaws, such as being unable to save mid-level, Emperor's Tomb earns its place at, on this list for truly making you feel like Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah. So I guess it gave it gave you the spirit of Indiana Jones. And man, <laughs> that guy has the foreign face, man. Um on his Indiana Jones cover. This guy, I guess I'm guessing he's the antagonist. So that's when this is the time when you make the antagonist had to be ugly deformed. Yes. And that's why you that's why people always say they deform people. They say, Oh, you gotta be evil. You're evil. Now today, you can't do that. <laughs> because they say that you're you're prejudiced and you're giving <laughs> you're hurting people. So now now we like real people in wheelchairs. We didn't like them. Everybody in wheelchair was evil. Not like Jesus, <laughs> except FDR. FDR was fine. And and and, and Professor Xavier. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and Professor Xavier. <laughs> All right. Um. So yeah, and this is a big one. Xeno Saga Episode 1, Der Really Zermak. And I took German. And so I knew what that said a long time ago. Okay. <laughs> I looked it up because I had no idea. What does it, what it stand for? The will to power. Okay. Yes. Yes. Because I remember, I remember I do that. I say, oh, look, I know what this is. After I looked at my German book to look up each word. And what the or mean. the penis <laughs> in the machine. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. So the reason why this is huge because I was a I love Xeno Gears, even though I never did finish it. Uh, <laughs> but because it got it, it got weird at the end. Uh, oh no, I know why I didn't finish it because there was a glitch in the game that I cannot get past because of my cheats. And it pit- actually no, no, that's not true. I'm sorry. No, the game was just fucking horrible at platforming. <laughs> and I could not know how to jump over to somewhere. And I stopped for years. And eventually I did end up beating the game like, psh, shit, when did I beat the game? It was late. Probably, it was after Xeno Saga 1, I think, episode 1. Uh, I went back to Xeno Gears. But anyway, yeah, because I bought the game. I, I bought the game because I had sold the game. Then I saw the flea market for very cheap. Because it was like selling for a hell of a lot on Amazon and eBay. And I was like, oh my God, this game is blah, blah, blah. My stupid ass was telling, yeah, I was telling my friend while I was in there. And I was like, wow, this game is only, I was like, this game is only, um, was it five or ten dollars? I said, this game is so like a hundred something dollars all on. And then the guy hurt me. <laughs> he hurt me. It was like, what? I said, I say, like, Hey, wait a minute, man. Is because I went over there to him to get it. He said, Wait a minute, you saying it, it sold a lot online? He said, You sure? <laughs> and then, he, uh, then the guy asked another guy, they said, We'll sell you for 15. I said, Oh, fine. It was still better than what I would get. But I could have <laughs> yeah. got it for 10. <laughs> My stupid ass was so excited talking all out. <laughs> yeah, my friend was like, Why are you saying you should say what you shouldn't have said anything? <laughs> he said, I said, I didn't. Think he was just gonna change the price on me. I didn't think he was listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think he's 
Uh, but anyway, yeah, um, that um, but Xenosaga is like a spiritual successor to that game. It's not really a successor, um, but it's it sort of is. So I was like, I really want to get this game, and it looked it looked all right graphically. It was very anime ish though. Cause, come on, like a sexy robot lady and shit, um, cyborg. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, but I I liked the game when I played it. I, I really liked it, even though I don't think I ever played the game without cheats. Honestly, I don't. So so it, it's probably not fair assessment of me saying like how good the gameplay is. Uh, but the story it it really it deals with that religious um vibe, which that's why I'm kind of curious. Is the new like Zeno um blade or whatever it's called um is that really religious? Because these days talk really um went through some biblical stuff here. Yeah, that was pretty questionable. I mean, I mean like that that Christians <laughs> probably true Christians probably wouldn't like. Um, <laughs> but I I I was always curious like with the Nintendo Zeno blade, does that even do anything with that stuff? Um, but. Yeah, and then I was excited because this is supposed to be like a huge episode thing. It's like it's gonna have a lot of episodes. That's what the creator said. I think it ended up only being three <laughs> because of money and time and shit. But yeah, man, I was so happy uh, about this game. I-, I wonder how it sold the first one. Um, it got an eighty-three on Metacritic, and. This is a great looking game despite some lip syncing issues, which I'm just guessing because of the Japanese, right? I think they just Maybe. probably they probably just dubbed it. They probably because <laughs> I know like now in games they they actually take the time to kind of fix it so it at least finishes when the English finishes. Yeah. Some games do, but some games you don't. If you're really looking, like if I notice it, that means it's a bad job. If I don't, yeah, because that means. Because I'm not really, I'm not looking for that. Um, so if I notice it, it's probably bad. Um, see that? Yeah, the animation is pretty good. Um, what else? At the first Spike Video Game Awards in 2003. Oh, that's the first year Spike did the Video Game Awards. Xeno Saga Episode One was nominated for Best Fantasy Game and Best Animation Category, but it lost to Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, oh, and guess what? And guess what else it lost to Daniel for Best Animation? Guess what? what also, the best animation, Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball. Hell yeah, that's the spike I know and love, Dominic. Look, it says, but it lost to Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic and Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball, respectively. I think that was a joke <laughs> for the respectively part. Like respectively at the Knights of the Old Republic, yes. No, nah, they just volleyball. mean respectively, as in. Knights of the Old Republic for the first category, they said, and <laughs> that's what they mean, Dominic. But you know what? Maybe, but you know what? That is, that's they don't mean respect real. on Maybe those titties. Did all live Extreme Beach Volleyball actually is better animation. It probably was better animation. Probably. They put a lot <laughs> of energy into that animation, Dominic. <laughs> Not so much of the gameplay. Yeah. Yeah, this game. Oh, man. I just get so memories of this game. Because I remember you, I just, I was so happy getting it. And playing it, and not understanding what the fuck was going on, those were good times. Because this toy get get confusing. <laughs> All right, so that is it for two thousand three. So now we're going back twenty years, and this is huge. Twenty years ago this month, Star Fox for the Super Nintendo was released in Japan. It came out the U.S. Uh, when did it come out to the U.S.? Like a month later. Yeah, 
It was March, I think. Which 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 is kind of well, I, I, it's not too surprising, I guess, because you say with the chip stuff and everything. But I'm just so used to Japan Japanese games being like more than like just a month. Um, but yeah, Star Fox. This was big because they're using the um the FX chip or whatever it's called. Yeah, and, Super FX. Yeah, and that really showed. Um, it was able to show polygons. We didn't know what polygons were nope. until that chip came out. Uh, <laughs> so now we can see shapes in games, and that and that um confuses a lot of us. Because I didn't tell know you, where- Dominic, as someone that <laughs> loved Star Fox sixty four, I I went back and tried this this morning since we were talking about it, and man, I I understand why as a child that didn't make any sense to my young little brain because it still doesn't make any <laughs> sense to me. That game, that game does not hold up at all. I think Star and, Fox two is better, Dad. You'll play that one. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I, I I think I. Maybe I tried that when the NES stuff. No, for SNES I'm about to stuff say that, that should still look. I mean, it looked like Star Fox. Uh, yeah. But anyway, yes, I remember doing that too. Because I remember um, playing Star Fox 64 and looking back at that one. I was like, "Good God, it's not even close. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even close to what this game is." I was like, "This actually looks like a ship. I can actually see as a ship." I don't know what the fuck this thing. This is a, a triangle. <laughs> I'm just driving a triangle. Yeah, with other triangles and just shooting at them. <laughs> and a bunch of, like, yeah, a bunch of polygons just coming at me. God, a bunch of obs- obtuse right angle <laughs> triangles coming at me and shit. <laughs> Teach me geometry. <laughs> yeah, that, but Star Fox, no, but it was it was big. Um, people, people did like it, and if it wasn't for this game... It would not have Dino Plan. <laughs> Which is the best Star Fox game. Yeah. You know, the, the sad thing is it's probably actually not that far off from being the best Star Fox game because I think that game is Star Fox 64 and Dino Planet might be the second best Star Fox game. It got, I don't even see a Metacritic, but it got game rankers have an 88%. Mm. Um, they got 35 out of 40 on EGM, which I didn't know they do out of 40. I think somebody messed up here. I didn't think EGM had that kind of score. Um, yeah. Famitsu gave it a 34 out of 40. Nintendo Life gave it whatever how many stars this is. I'm guessing there's 10 stars. They give it 9 stars. Nintendo Power gave it 4.1 out of 5. Um, official Nintendo Magazine, 96%. Okay, I'm confused. I thought Nintendo Power was the official one. What the fuck is this? Is this a Japanese one or something? <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Um, or or a um, I don't know European oh, it's one. A I don't British know. one, yeah, it's a British one. Okay. Oh, the Brits have their own, huh? Brits have their own. Uh, because they have they to review get the games power? like three years after they come out in North America and uh, <laughs> Japan. Oh, but probably yeah, probably that's why they don't have Nintendo Power. It's like <laughs> they're tired of showing games that people have already been playing, <laughs> it's just like over overseas, but they don't have yet. Um, yeah, I don't see um game reform or nothing, but uh, yeah, man. Uh, I mean, cause I mean, yeah, at the time I used to thought that was pretty cool. It's like seeing the commercials for it. Yeah, but actually getting to play it, it was looked weird. I mean, it still it looked cool, but it looked weird at the same time. Like it was, it was like very different. It was like, man, this is the future, but I don't understand the future yet. 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what it was. So, but then by the time we, I did get to understand it, there was so many better games um, that looked better. But it was a good, it was a um, good attempt, though. Yeah. I don't know how it's, how well it's sold. I'm going to get, you no, know, I'm going to assume it didn't sell like a ton. Because, I mean, if it did, you would think they would have made more. Um, Maybe. Maybe more Star Foxes. Nintendo sold more than 1.7 million units. It was to make those games, Dominic, in all those three dimensions. 1.7 million units in Japan and the United States by the end of March 1993. Okay, that's that's pretty damn good. Becoming the fastest selling video game launch in North America up until then. Yeah, oh, man. Because wow. by those graphics. Yeah. There's like, oh, look, polygons. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, this is um, the legacy. Here we go, the legacy. Star Fox has become established Nintendo franchise. It's six with six more installments and numerous appearances by its character. Man, there's six more installments. What the fuck are you talking about? Hold on, hold on. Let's see if I can do it. We got Star Fox, Star Fox 64, Dinosaur Planet, Armada. Uh, there was one on the DS, and then not the 3DS. All right, I think that's all I got. Star Fox Two. Star Fox Two. <laughs> Does that count? Yeah, they they count that one. Oh, okay. Um, let me see. Uh, well, they're not really telling me the assault, other one. not Armada. That's what it was called. Assault, okay. And there was Maybe Star Fox 64 Star Fox 3D, and then Star, Star Fox, Fox Zero is the one I forgot. What's the one with the um, one without Star Fox? And they got little people. Little people. The one that came out on um, 3DS? It was, know. they were, they weren't, they weren't Star, it was called Star Fox Battle something? I think you're thinking of Metroid. Right. Oh, that's Metroid. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> the you're right. You're right. Federation <laughs> or whatever that one. What was what was the uh, Wii the Wii one? Uh, the oh, Wii not the Wii one. one the um the, the Wii U the, 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 the Wii U one the Wii U the Wii U one. one was zero. That's the one I forgot about. Okay. They need to bring that to the Switch, Dominic. Is that six? That is. Let's say we got. 64, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Yeah, not counting two. They're counting okay. 64, Adventures, Assault, Command, which is the DS one. Uh, 64, 3DS, and then Star Fox Zero. Man, Star Fox didn't really have that many Star good Fox, games. No. <laughs> Star Fox has two decent games. And then a lot of appearances in Smash Brothers games. He's the I mean, best I character in the Smash first one Brothers. Decent, because it started out, man. I mean, uh, the first one, I say three, two didn't really technically come out. So, yeah. all right, it's time to revisit so, the others. That is it for the flashback segment. So I guess we will take a quick break when we get back and get to the gaming news. All right, and we're back. Now we're gonna get to the gaming news. What we got there? All right, Dominic. So last time we recorded, we talked about the Nintendo Direct, but there was one game that I skipped over 
that I I realized after the fact that I very much should not have because it's right up your alley. Master Detective Raid Code from Spike Chunsoft, the team that right. does AI somonym files and Don Gun Ropa. Did you see yeah. that? Did that look good to you? What are you thinking? Um, I I gotta remember what it looked like. <laughs> I'm looking at it now. Master Detective. I think it's Rain Code. I put Raid Code. Yeah, down, but I think it's Rain. It code. comes up. Ar- archives Rain Code. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, the Master Detectives um, archives Rain Code. That is definitely Japanese, man. I mean that <laughs> title. <laughs> and yeah, um, yeah, I'm curious about it because it looks like something like Dango Ropa, close more closely to Dango Ropa than anything, but still, I I want to give it a chance. But mm. it's something about the Dango Ropa design because it's really their animation. Their characters look scary. Like they got <laughs> yeah. these big eyes and stuff that looks very like when he opens that door, I'm like, holy shit, it scares the shit out of me. That's why, like, when something shocking happens and like some music goes with it in Dango Ropa, it, it kind of scares me. It's like, oh shit, I don't like those eyes. It's like, it's yeah. Look at me. It's not, <laughs> it's not looking at me. Uh, but yeah, and it looks like, I mean, for the video, it looks like it's action, but I think it's going to be like Dangaropa where you probably have to s- quick uh, hit a button real quick um, to mm. slash a word or something, and so the animation will move, but it's not really you moving them. Gotcha. Well, yeah, they, they look like characters that could be in Dangaropa though, because there's the same an- <laughs> same animation, it's the same it's the same um, look of it, art style. Yeah. All right. But yeah. So, but this is the, this is the introduction one. So they showed more. This is the no. This is from. Oh, is that a different? No, this, maybe this is the same one. I mean, maybe I it maybe might this be the is same the one. They're just saying it's no, like no. the first time they showed it off or something. Um. Right. Oh yeah, it's the same game. Yeah, but that was two months ago. I'm looking for the one that was more recent. Oh, two months ago. Oh, I guess it's not the same one. T- two weeks ago. Oh, okay. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Uh, it looks the same. <laughs> yeah, it looks the same. Um, but but I mean it looks a little cleaner, I guess. But that could could be just the video quality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so oh they got exact date now, so June thirtieth. Okay. Oh wow, that's sooner than I expected, I think. Nice. Damn, look at that blood. No. Oh my god. <laughs> oh maybe it's just paint. It might be just paint. All right, right. so what we got? All right, so next up, Dominic, we got an official announcement from Nintendo. They will not be going to E3 this year. Good Uh, God! Yeah. So there is no E3 then. Yeah, basically. The rumor was that them and Microsoft were not going to be at E3 this year. We already kind of didn't expect Sony to be. Um, So this is official confirmation. And yeah, like what? What is E3 then if it doesn't have any of the big three and or EA? Who does that leave? Square Enix. That's well, not Square Enix. The- yeah, Square Enix. Yeah. Yeah, Square Enix. And um, Konami, Capcom, Activision, Blizzard. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> no, well except well, the deal it- might theoretically be closed by then. Yeah. 
yeah, like that is that's rough. I wonder I wonder what that means for Jeff Keeley's thing. Like are they going to be a part of his thing and that's why they're not going to be a part of this or are we just going to have Nintendo doing their own treehouse thing at some point around that time but not actually going to the show. I'd I'd be very disappointed if I'm someone that either was looking forward to going to this event or has to go to this event for covering for coverage, you know, like IGN or something. Cause yeah. man, this is, that's rough. I guess uh read pop was not enough to convince them to come back, which is kind of crazy because I, I, I was looking for it earlier and I didn't end up finding it, but I had thought I heard somewhere that uh, Nintendo was going to be at PAX East this year, which is at the end of March. And if that's the case, like, damn, why are they going to be there? But they're not going to come to E3. Yeah, Nintendo confirmed to have a booth at PAX East 2023, five days ago. So, like, what's going on there? It's hit. However, we have been and continue to be strong supporter of the ESA at E3. <laughs> <laughs> we continue to be supporters by not showing up. That's rough. I just I don't give me your good vibes. I don't know if I don't know if uh, E3 and the ESA can come back after after so many years of just not having a quality show. This is this is like the the death by a thousand paper cuts for E3 instead of just like it not coming back. It's always like, oh, we're coming back. Oh, but we're only doing uh, virtual. Oh, we're coming back, but we don't have any of the video game companies anymore. Oh, we're coming back, but it's just me holding up a picture of the latest Squaresoft game because they're the only ones that agreed to come. That's that's rough. Um well, the escape has got an article which I don't know if it's true. Um, Konami will reportedly reveal Metal Gear Solid 3 remake and New Castlevania at E3 2023. I mean, that would be pretty big. I mean, I, w- <laughs> I wonder if Konami's like, yeah, we're gonna be at E3 because Hideo Kojima's hanging out with Jeff Keighley, so we're gonna. We're going to try and take his show down a notch by announcing all our big stuff there. But I wonder, like, I guess they're going to have their own show if they, if that's the case. I mean, like, everybody's going to like, have their own. Oh, you mean like uh, like one of the press conference type things? Yeah. Man, yeah, I wonder if that would be a thing they would do. They've never done yeah, because what because like what Because what are they going to announce? Like, what other games are going to announce? Because <laughs> how would you have... You would think they just... Put it on somebody else's press conference. I mean, yeah, you think about that, but like these past couple of years, Square Enix has been doing their own thing and it ends up just oh, being like, yeah, we got Final Fantasy and maybe like one other game. They show they show games because they used to show um the um when they were idols was with them. Yeah. Um they 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 had yeah, games they though. Yeah, they showed they still the, like, had a lot of Japanese. It's just the games I didn't care about, but I mean, there were still <laughs> games. They had enough. They had enough to do a show on. Yeah. Um. They like, but Konami. I don't know. I haven't really seen much from them besides like the re, not really remasters, but I guess re-releases. I guess collections. Yeah, re-releases. 
They're going to sell you all the NFTs, Dominic. Okay, is this enough for a show? They've got Dead Cells with Castlevania. They've got, uh, whatchamacallit, Metal Gear Solid. But Dead Cells Castlevania, when does that come out? Uh, I don't know. It might be out by then, but they'll still show it off. They'll be like, hey, there's DLC for this DLC. You can buy an NFT in this game. Um, and then they'll announce a new... Oh, they got Silent Hill, right? They can show off some of those games. They can okay. probably I mean, fill out like 45 yeah. minutes to an hour. Yeah, they can. Yeah, if they if they have Silent Hill, Metal Gear, and Castlevania, and like they show some stuff with them, not just like it's just a trailer, um, and they have somebody talk there for like like 10 minutes <laughs> telling you absolutely nothing really um and then yeah here are some sketches of our new snake designs like ea was doing for the star wars games they're gonna make year. them look like um Keita sutherland there you go bring him back give him all the money again yeah so uh I don't know. Uh, it's going to be interesting then if that actually turns out to be true. Um, in some other Nintendo-related news, Nintendo and Microsoft have entered into a binding legal agreement to bring Microsoft games, including uh, potentially Call of Duty, if they make that deal happen, to uh, Nintendo players for the next 10 years. Dominic, uh, we had previously talked about the rumor of this or the, like, I don't know that it was a rumor so much as, like, the non-binding legal agreement, but just Microsoft word that they were going to do this. But now they've put out a joint statement, so, uh, you know, Nintendo is on board. What do you think this actually means for anything? I The focus has been on Call of Duty because of all of the... Uh, the, the legal framework of the actual acquisition, but... I wonder how much this expands to like other Microsoft properties. I would not mind seeing more Microsoft games come out on the uh, Switch or Switch predecessor. And, you know, we've talked about it for years, but I would fucking absolutely love if they could figure out a way to make an agreement to get Game Pass on to the Nintendo well, hell Switch. Yeah. Hell yeah. I would love that. Yeah. Um, I... I don't know. Like with the Call of Duty, it's just that how would Call of Duty even run? Like, is it going to do the streaming like everybody else do when they can't run on the damn hardware, <laughs> or choose not, or just choose not to even try to make it run on the hardware? So uh, it makes you wonder, like, a what new that version, next Switch like they did in the Wii. Like the Wii, they had new versions of Call of Duty that was that was slightly different um, than yeah. the Xbox 360 and PS3 ones. Um, because of the hardware, like I, I don't know, and like if it is Call of Duty, or could it be just like, oh, we're gonna do some more Crash Bandicoot, and we're gonna stay up here. I feel like that is definitely included in in the whole scope of things, like without without being pointed out, you know. Um, or I like what they've done so far with Diablo three, you know, and yeah. um. I keep forgetting that came to Switch. But, I mean, they can say, hey, we're going to bring um, Hearthstone in there or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's um, about time. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I, shit. I know there has been some talk of like there's a war zone for mobile that they could potentially put that on the switch as is and you know kind of uh fulfill their promise here like that but uh yeah that would definitely be a step back i think Put the Call of Duty classics up there, like the Call of Duty. <laughs> there you go. Here are the ones from the 360. They still barely no, no, run no, for do, some reason. And do the one that was on PlayStation 2 and, shit, oh, and uh, GameCube. <laughs> there you I think go. it came on GameCube. Yeah, they came on Call of Duty. Yeah. They Call of Duty come on GameCube? I, the first one? I don't know. I think Metal, Metal of Honor maybe came to the GameCube eventually, but let me see. GameCube Call of Duty. Finest Hour. Yep. Finest Hour was on GameCube as well as PlayStation 2 and Xbox. They didn't have the one before Finest Hour? Um, That is... Let's see. Did Big Red 1 come to the Oh, so Finest Hour was the first one, and then it was Big Red 1? Big Red 1 came in 2005. Finest Hour was in 2004. Okay, so yeah, it looks so like that's the one I had. Would have been the first. So one. I think I had, I had, I had one for PlayStation Two. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they should get Final Salary. There you go. There you go. <laughs> that would be so messed up. <laughs> it's fine, Dominic. It's gonna be a Finest Hour remaster. All right. In some other Microsoft news, they have also, uh, you know, had an agreement with NVIDIA to put their games on the GeForce Now streaming service. You know, basically competing with themselves with the Game Pass streaming. What do you think, Dominic? It's good for the people who don't have Game Pass. Like, if they just bought the games off Steam Mm -hmm. or, well, yeah, it's just Steam because I don't think they're on Epic Store. Um, So... Yeah, yeah, that that's kind of cool. I mean, I kind of want it to be where, hey, I'm an Xbox Game Pass member, and I technically have the games. Can I just play it on NVIDIA stream because it's better? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's really what it is for me, man. Yeah. Yeah, it would it would be nice if they they gave you that option. Well, because, right? well, and technically, the PC games don't stream. That's the thing. All right. It's just the console games that stream. Huh. I wonder if they would maybe even make that a part of the the game pass, you know, option then instead of having to to actually pay for G for it. Well, no, I guess to to make it to make it work the way they want it to, to make it so they're not a monopoly or look like they're not a monopoly. I guess you would want G nvidia to to make money independent of yourself i guess because i mean obviously you would be paying nvidia if they use them to do their their pc streaming but yeah i wonder what that means i guess uh we'll see how this shakes out eventually i mean especially following the actual like deal going through i think that's what what i'm more intrigued by at this point is like once that deal goes through what happens to all these words that they're they're putting out there? I mean, obviously now they're getting they renege into on it. legally binding. What's that? They renege on it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's all, back on all of it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> full Jew. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, that'd be kind of messed up, Dominic. All right, 
in some other news, Dominic, we got Shinji Mikami, the creator of Resident Evil and the founder of Tango Gameworks. He is leaving the studio that he founded. Uh, Damn. So. Just came out with a game and he said, fuck it. I don't, don't want to be here anymore. He's like, we're going to put out this Hi-Fi Rush trash. What happened to my horror games? No. Um, I've heard some speculation that he might end up back at Capcom in some kind of like, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Just as a, like, here's a role for being such a big part of our company for so long. Like an honorary and role, he, I yeah, guess. Yeah, but I, he probably just left because it's like, this is too west for me. <laughs> I need to go back to east. With my so people. exactly, you know, high five <laughs> rush. They put that out, and he's just like he turned it back. Yeah, so that's. I, that's, I, I wanted Ghost to look up Tokyo. his age because hey, every picture I see of him doesn't look particularly old. Okay, he's fifty-seven years old. He's looking pretty good for fifty-seven. Or these are very old pictures. Yeah, those old pictures. Uh, um yeah so good for him you know take your time do whatever you want i'm sure he is he is financially stable and uh doing plenty fine for himself so i'm sure his, yeah. the, the future is his oyster dominic um all right, the next story, Dominic. This is kind of some big news that came out in a way that maybe some people would not have wanted. Uh, Mortal Kombat 12 was officially announced for release in 2023 uh, based on the fourth quarter earnings call from Warner Brothers. Basically, the president and CEO of Warner Brothers, David Zaslav, he was like, yeah, we got a whole bunch of great games coming out this year. We've got in uh, not injustice. We've got suicide squad, kill the justice league. And we got mortal Kombat 12. Um, yeah. So Ed Boone went on Twitter and was like, Hey guys, have you heard about injustice three? Uh, you know, as a joke to, to, yeah. So that's that. why you sent me that. Yeah. I didn't get what the hell that was about Dad. I was looking <laughs> for injustice three. I thought I thought the comments, you know, gave it away a well, little the comment, bit. Well, the comments they didn't they they definitely did not help because they were in <laughs> on the joke, so they weren't really explaining uh, the joke. Gotcha. Um. Yeah. So it's unfortunate that it came out that way. I guess you know clearly not the way the uh, developer would have wanted that to happen per se. But when do you think we see that game then? You say it's twenty twenty three. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, how soon? Oh, after um, Street Fighter. After Street Fighter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, well, because no, I, I guess, for I a guess while the the there, they had been doing, like, an April or March release date, but I've I've heard some people speculate that they would show this game off at Evo, but Evo is not until August. Yeah, so uh, end of the year. I say Which, end of the year. Would make sense because yeah, you do have Street Fighter already announced for. And then you for got June then WB has um, well, that I mean, their own game. They got the um, Suicide Squad. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, but I, I guess if you're Warner Brothers, yeah, you would want to spread out your big games, even yeah, if they aren't going to necessarily cannibalize. E, you don't want to EA it. sales. You don't want to Titanfall. <laughs> you don't want to EA it. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want to spread your money around a little bit. But, I mean, what do you want to see out of a, a Mortal Kombat 12? Is there anything, like, new or you want to see the I want them to take out some stuff. I know that. Take out that damn um, crypt the way they did it. <laughs> I want that gone. Yeah. I want to be a simple crypt. Like, you just, you, you get, you unlock shit and that's it. It ain't no, like, I have to do some shit a billion times to get this costume <laughs> thing. Oh, fucking man. Hell. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, and, uh, give you that, 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 that. and the new bod. And that's and it. The, of course. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you definitely want to see Sub-Zero hanging dong, I guess. <laughs> well, Reptile. <laughs> what's, what's <he> got <laughs> under there? I just want to see what's under there. <laughs> <laughs> which part's man which part's beast i don't know <laughs> all right dominic so now we're gonna get into the sony state of play that occurred this week they kind of basically did the nintendo thing of like a, a day before being like hey tomorrow we're gonna have a state of play oh um, wait a minute oh, oh back to mortal Kombat. um yes i do a tag team i'll do one tag team yeah you want you want to see him switch up like that yeah. It could definitely uh, change up gameplay in an interesting way. I mean, it doesn't have to be like that's the main thing. I mean, just have a mold. Yeah. Where you can tag in. I wonder how much like goes into like having to rebalance that though to like whether they would be willing to do that or not as just a mode because of how much work would, would be needed to. To do well, that. if you didn't want to work, why the fuck are you getting video games? Just, just go <laughs> do something else then. <laughs> I, I ain't asking. I don't care how hard it is. You just do it. Ah, I see you own a video game company, darling. Yes. <laughs> Make them sleep under their desk. They will f- complete this game. We told Microsoft they would. Like You just get it done. I don't care how you get it done. How many people get the kill. You just Jeez. get it done. Ah, I see you're working for Nintendo now. <laughs> yeah. All right, Dominic. Sony State of Play. Uh, so they kicked it off with kind of a montage of the PSVR 2 stuff. That hardware came out this week. So that is a thing that is being reviewed. Uh, we yep, have I not done. What's that? I put a, I just painted like PSVR 2 on my Oculus and there you go. <laughs> I got one. <laughs> I was just going to say, we did not get a review unit from Sony yet. Still waiting to hear back from them so odd they never answer our emails uh but the first game that they showed off uh new game the Foglands. this is coming out this year it is basically like an undead kind of western shooter uh old timey looking thing but with cartoony graphics it looks all right it, it seems you know like kind of standard vr fare i guess i would say uh, next up was Green Hell. This is a like survival game. You, you see the person in in VR putting together like a rock and a stick to make a hammer or an axe and and that kind of stuff. It's set in like a jungly environment that's coming out this year. Uh, Synapse. This one looked pretty cool. It's kind of like a sci-fi shooter, but you've got like powers where you're picking stuff up and throwing it around like kind of telekinesis type things. Um, okay. That sounds familiar though. Like I've seen that before. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe some of these games are ones that are 
already even out on the Oculus or something like that. Or Mr. you're thinking Synapse. of Frozen Synapse. That came from a while ago, I feel like now. But I don't remember what that was. I almost want to say that was like a, a, like a builder kind of game. A tactical thing. And then the... Oh, no, this isn't the last VR. Another VR game was Journey to Foundation. This is coming out in autumn of 2023. And this is basically like a sci-fi adventure style thing. There was some shooting in it, but it didn't look like that was necessarily the focus. But it's based off of a work by Isaac Asimov, who is the like kind of famous writer who talked about like futuristic stuff and robots and AI and things of that nature. What's this game called? Journey to Foundation. Oh, okay. Yeah, it looks all right. And then there is Before Your Eyes. This comes out March 10th. And Dominic, is this one you've played before? I feel like I I thought maybe I'm confusing it with hearing about it somewhere else, but basically Before Your Eye yeah, it uses a webcam. It's been out on the PC, but it uses a webcam on the PC. And when you blink, it senses you blinking yes. and it progresses the yes. story. Okay. I did. I did. God, I remember that. Jesus. I, I stopped playing it, though. It was yes, getting too real. <laughs> They're coming out with that on the uh, the PlayStation VR as well. I think that might. Did you play that on oh, Oculus God. or did PewDiePie. you play that on? Shit. What's that? I was seeing a. PewDiePie video. I didn't mean to click on that one. <laughs> that went be playing before your eye. Gotcha. Like, what were you saying? Did you play that on the PC or did you play PC. that through like okay. the PC? Because I think there might be an Oculus version of that as well now. So, yeah, that game seems really cool. Wow, After- I did not get to the part where you see a wolf. I did not get that far in this game. That's the end game, <laughs> Dominic. That's after you take the uh, MDMT at the end of the game, and then you start hallucinating. This is a sport. Yeah, that, that game was that was game was cool, man. I like that yeah. game. It's it's nice to see something that's like actually doing something like real inventive in video games. Like, yeah, I don't. That's never a concept I've seen anywhere else. So. I didn't get far because I stopped. I couldn't blink anymore. you just gotta you gotta print out a picture of your eyes or use that nvidia soft have you seen that nvidia software dominic for streamers where it's like it replaces your eyes with digital eyes so that you're always looking at the camera no matter where your eyes look i don't like that i don't want to see that (laughs) (laughs) it's 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 really weird because like you can tell something's off, but at the same time, it doesn't look just, it's not like you're replacing it with CGI balls or something where it looks super fake. It, I don't know what it does. It uses computer vision and AI or whatever buzz terms, but that shit is wild. Um, all right. So next up in the state of play was a trailer for destiny Lightfall. That's coming out next week. That's the, Latest expansion for Destiny. Um, looks like Destiny still, Dominic. I don't know what's going on anymore. I did see that the Traveler still exists. I don't know what the Traveler's doing. I'm kind of intrigued to like... I think this game costs like $60, though, so it must be a lot. Does it really? Okay. Yeah, when I looked it up, I was just looking up to see how much it costs us to get it, and it says $60. I was like, oh, shit. 
I wonder if I that's this like a, this-, this is catching you up kind of version. So I, I don't know how much any of that stuff costs anymore. You know, well, like when if I was I just- looking, they had a free weekend. Well, today's a free weekend of something. Oh. And I was trying to down. I was like, oh, let me download, actually try this out. Then I realized the download was like a hundred or something gigs. Oh, and wow. And I was like, oh, fuck it. Um, so then they're in I the Call of Duty territory. <laughs> and because they got so much content now. Yeah. Um, and then um, I think to buy, I forgot it was like a hundred dollars with yeah. all this other stuff. <laughs> Okay, this is yeah. Okay, Destiny Lightfall on the on the Microsoft Store at least is fifty dollars, but then Destiny Lightfall two and the annual pass, whatever that gets you, is a hundred dollars. It's a Lightfall two. This is a sequel. No, Destiny two Lightfall. Sorry, if I said backwards there. Yeah. So yeah, I think we got into this game uh, ten years too early, Dominic. We were the beta testers for Destiny. We should have jumped on board like now. Where there's well, plenty of two. content. There's. Alright, let's like, see. Two is free to play, but shit. It was probably like it was even worth it. I don't know. I don't even know what I'm it's so much too much minutiae and shit to go through. That's I'm like even the, the raids, like listening to how you had to like get through those things. It sounded so complicated <laughs> and like such a dedicated. And I get that that's yeah. like what MMO raids are, but like it's not what I'm looking for. I don't want to spend. I don't want to be forced to play this game for ten hours. If I want to play the game for ten hours, I'll play the game for ten hours. But I don't want to be. I don't want to have to spend 10 hours in a game straight through to beat a raid or something like that. That does not sound fun to me. All right, Dominic. Next up was Chia. We've seen this game in the past. Uh, It's coming out March 21st. It's basically like this little girl on an island, and then she can transform into animals. It's a very cutesy, cartoony-looking thing. Uh, but that was announced to be part of the PlayStation Plus catalog on day one. So if you've got PlayStation Plus Extra or Premium Editions, then you can play that game when it comes out. Uh, they also announced at this point the games for next month, the PlayStation Plus games that are free with uh, PlayStation Essential. This Battlefield 2042, Minecraft Dungeons, and Code Vein. After what about that, humanity? Did you get to that yet? Uh, that's what I'm on now. Uh, oh, okay. Humanity is made by the team that made Tetris Effect and Res Infinite. Uh, to me, it, it reminds me of like Lemmings, but you play as a dog and you're basically like hurting these people through these kind of puzzle levels. And you can actually build your own levels as well and share them with friends. Oh, yes. I, I would love to just push these people off the edge or something like that. <laughs> so that is coming in May 2023. That game looks pretty cool. Should be children and, in there too. <laughs> after <laughs> that, they showed off Goodbye Volcano High. I believe we've seen this there in are the children. as well. There are there children. Are? Uh-uh. Turn that slider up to... What's up with the lightsaber things? battle stuff? Well, what the hell? Did I miss lightsaber battles in that game? Yes, Holy you did God. then. Humanity. Oh, is it, you could create, you could create it, and all that stuff. Oh, is that part of the creation stuff? Yeah. 
Yeah, that game looks really neat. I don't know, like, what the gameplay is necessarily. Oh, there is a gameplay demo on uh, YouTube now. Um, but that's what it reminded me the most of was Lemmings, basically, because it seems like you're trying to... Oh, my God, these people are just getting annihilated by balls, Dominic. This game is brutal. And then there's the big gold weirdos. I don't like those, Dominic. Oh, and yeah, that's a VR-compatible game as well. That would be pretty cool to see in VR. All right. Uh, next up, Dominic, goodbye, Volcano High. Uh, coming out June 15th, basically a visual novel, but with some rhythm elements because you're in a band. You seem to be teenage dinosaurs. Furby-esque. 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 Dinosaurs. Yeah, they're not exactly... I say furbies. I mean furries. Furries. Furry-ass. They're called scalies, Dominic. Whatever. They're closer to My Little Ponies than dinosaurs. They're called featheries, I guess, depending on uh, what uh, grouping of dinosaur people you're talking about. Yeah, uh, they're they're very like visual novelly looking. Like you kind of know what you're getting into a lot of times with the visual novel look, but it looks like a like a Dream Daddy esque design on those dinosaurs. Yeah, and it seems like some of them are having existential crises. While the, I feel Definitely, like the end yeah. of the world is probably <laughs> coming soon. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. It's uh, it's something like it feels really West Coastiest. Like West Coast Bob, <laughs> white people stuff, liberal West Coast Bob. They're, they're I, I don't hipster know, what dinosaurs, do you call that? Dominic. They're hipster dinosaurs. What do you dinosaurs. call that? Because that's how those Ungoldos games are. It is fine. I just like I just wish there's, there's got to be a drama of like you call this shit. Yeah, it definitely has a uh, what it life is strange look to it, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like life is yeah. strange that. Even the game I liked has somewhat of that, but it's just it's in a small town, but still. Um, the cat. Uh, oh, Night in yeah, the Woods. Yeah, Night in the Woods. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's got to be a drama that shit's called. Is that, does that match Twee? I'm not sure what Twee is anymore, but I feel like I maybe that that's what, what that describes. Twee. Excessively or effectively quaint or pretty or sentimental. I guess it has kind of a sentimental vibe to it. Yeah. But yeah, I, that, that looks all right. I'm interested to see what that actually is, especially because it's got the rhythm elements too, where you're, you're doing the band stuff. You know, Night in the Woods was cool. If they do something like that, I'm, I'm here for it. Even with their uh, hipster dinos. All right, next up, I mean, Dom. It's, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't mind it. Next up, uh, Naruto Baruto. They got they got the Baruto stuff in there now. Ultimate Ninja Storm Connections. That's coming out in twenty twenty three. It looks good, visual like yeah, as the animation and everything. Yeah, looks. But looks I never. Ever, I tried playing that the those kind of games. It's just weird. They feel yeah. weird. They look good. They look good though. When I play it, say, like, oh, but it looks nice, but it just playing it just feels weird. Like it's just I'd rather I'd rather just play a 2D fighter. Right? This week yeah. be 2D like um 
Dragon Ball Z fighters. Yep. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. The The Naruto games, it felt like hit their stride before, like, even Dragon Ball games really did. Like, some of those 360 Naruto games seemed like they were actually pretty solid before yeah. we actually got ones from Dragon Ball that were. So, we shall see. All right, next up, Dominic. Baldur's Gate 3 was announced to be coming to the PlayStation uh, August 31st. Any, if you had told uh, me this is Diablo, Diablo 4, and I would believe him. <laughs> well, that's why they need if, this. If they were to stay isometric, then, and then we'd want a 3D, I'd say, wait a minute. Diablo don't go like that, like right <laughs> behind the back. But unless, unless I, I, I probably would have said, like, oh, I guess they're doing that now. Yeah. Yep, this is this is Sony going, oh, crap, they're going to take Diablo from us. We got we to gotta get our own. So we're going to give somebody money to make Baldur's Gate exclusive, I guess. It looks good. No. <laughs> Look at that. Is that supposed to be a dwarf? <laughs> he wanted it all weird. Laugh at these poor dwarfs, Sonic. All right. Next up was Wayfinder. That is going to be going to have a PlayStation oh, exclusive that's beta. That's because I haven't played it too fast. I have it on like 1.25 <laughs> speed. Yeah, I was wondering why this looking was so weird. <laughs> All right, Wayfinder, that's coming out February, not coming out, the beta is launching on February 28th, and that is like a multiplayer online, uh, I think it's um, like more melee focused kind of thing. Yeah. It seems all right. It's still kind of MMO-ish to me. Yeah. Uh, next up was Street Fighter Six. Dominic, they had a trailer for Zangief. And Cammy, as well as a new character, Lily. Lily. Yeah, but she wasn't wearing no thong, was she? I I know it's confusing, right? Like that's not the Cammy we know. She's got pants on. Yo, Jap- Japan, don't get woke on us. Don't What's get woke on us. They get woke. <laughs> Jesus, stop. <laughs> don't you worry. I'm sure there will be plenty of costumes in there that uh more than live up to what you're. It looks for. good, man. I like the it look does. of this game. It looks nice. Um. Yeah. So that that's cool. Uh, let's see what else. After that, we had Resident Evil Four. They showed another trailer for that. That's still coming out March twenty fourth, and they have confirmed now that the Mercenaries mode will be included in that, as well as there will be a special demo coming soon of that game. Um, there was also talk that there's going to be a VR mode added to that after the fact. Uh, they don't have any details or dates on that just yet, but they've confirmed that that is happening. What do you think, Dominic? I think I already talked about this and my feelings on it. What are you thinking towards this uh, remake? I mean, I like it's, it's a remake that I wish it didn't happen, that they would have focused. If they're going to do a remake, do a remake of something that wasn't like the most famous Resident Evil. <laughs> yeah. um, the most and, modern feeling Resident Evil. Yeah, the most. Yeah, the one that started the modern feel. Um so, like, do Zero or do um, Co-Veronica, um, do, do Survival, the, the, the first-person shooter one. Uh, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> or like, like change, change it up so it won't be first-person shooter. Make it, third, make it like a new game. Uh, but, yeah. Or just do it, or a new game, of course. Uh, but, yeah, I, that's, that's the only thing. I mean, it looks good, though. I mean, it looks, yeah. it, it, I mean, these last 
Resident Evil has been looking great. Um, Absolutely. These last few they've been doing. It's really funny nice. that you say that, though, that like it started the, the modern thing, because like now when I really think about it, the remakes were literally just turning Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 3 into Resident Evil 4. So how do you turn Resident Evil 4 into Resident Evil 4? It's just updated graphics. Yeah, that's that's exactly it, and that's exactly why. Like, I'm starting to be like, I don't, I'm not super interested in this because all it is, or all it seems like it is right now, is is that it's not a change in the gameplay because the gameplay didn't need to change. Um, that's why yeah, to me, and like, people, I know I'm, some people like to argue, like, hey, but it looks better as before. But I say, but do you know what? All the companies can just do that. Yeah. Just keep doing, keep playing the same <laughs> game because you can make it better, make it look better. I mean, you of course you can do that for every game. Yeah. The whole point is that no, you just just move forward. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right, Dominic. Let's see. Uh, the last thing we got here. This is kind of what they built the uh, the state of play around. They they finished this off with. Footage from the Suicide Squad kill the Justice League game. They started out with a trailer. They showed a lot of gameplay, uh, a lot of fast-moving action. Everybody's kind of got a gun situation going on, it seems like. The gameplay isn't quite as varied between the characters as I thought it was going to be. It's not to say they don't have their own unique kind of things to them, but it definitely feels like it kind of boils down to just being this third person shooter with some additional elements. What do you think? Yeah, that that's what it is. It has the elements of like, um, what, um, Anthem, like with the whole jetpack thing mm-hmm. situation, you know, um, I see with dead shot. Um, then you have Harley Quinn kind of like Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, she kind of flying around, it's but you see your gun lines. shooting the air. Yeah. Everybody has a gun. Like you, you might have some special abilities for each person, but everybody has a. They're using a gun, so it's not. It's yeah, it's more of a like you say a third person shooter. So it's closer to, um, Destiny, and then with also the Destiny elements too. Yeah, of, you know, or ranking up, leveling up, getting costumes, getting um new weapons, abilities, and. Um, getting higher levels, you know, probably uh, to get to to be stronger weapons and things of that nature. Customizing yourself. I mean, this is like Gotham Knights somewhat, but even though Gotham Knights took out the loot box situation, really, I don't know if you can buy just loot boxes in a game. I didn't see the ability. Um, I mean, but you do pick up loot as you go out to do things. But I'm thinking this is gonna have this is gonna have more. I think this is gonna have the um, microtransaction stuff though. Oh, absolutely. Like yeah. like Gotham Knights. I mean, unless they put it in recently or something, they didn't have it when they came out. Um, and it's like that was that was almost an in between, like of what like low loot boxes. It's like almost like Destiny ish ish, but without the loot box stuff. So it felt like still like a just a multiplayer game. Wow, this feels like more, more, more than multiplayer. This is like, nah, they want you to keep playing this shit. Like, <laughs> the, they want you, yeah, they want you to get everything kind of like Avengers, what Avengers yeah. was, like Avengers wanted to be. They want to, I guess that's the thing. They, they feel like they can do what Avengers couldn't. 
Mm-hmm. And probably gameplay wise, I mean, the look of it looks better. It looks better than Avengers um, yeah. was. Um, and maybe gameplay wise, it is better. But it's not necessarily something I want because I feel like, for me personally, I will like playing it. I would probably like playing this game, but then I'm going to get bored. And then I'm going to stop. <laughs> because really, at the, because once I beat the story, I'm not going to want to play this anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and that's okay. But it's not. But it's gonna be one of those games that it's like, hey, they want you to keep playing and keep trying. And it's like, nah, I just I just wanna play it through it for the story, like I did Arkham. You know, I didn't want to keep going back to Arkham. I just wanna play it through the story and maybe do like the uh side quest with Batgirl or something. But uh, other than that, no. I didn't wanna keep playing that game. Um not not in that way. I didn't want to play a Destiny shooter game. Like there there are games like that. I didn't want that from and I didn't want that from this. Yeah. But oh well. I guess we'll <laughs> we'll see what happens. We'll see how it does. Yeah. Cause uh, the the thing I was telling you before we started recording about this is like when we saw Gotham Knights, it was like, oh, okay, they're doing that. But also you have Rocksteady working on this other thing. It's gonna be like the the more true to Batman Arkham games. And then we first saw that it was going to be kind of like this third person, you know, team based thing. And now it, it seems like it's devolving to like, Oh, now it's just this uh, kind of shooter thing. And then you add all those live service elements into it. You say battle pass and you have all these currencies and it starts to become like, Oh man, why, why is it one of these We've seen so many of these die in just like the last two weeks. <laughs> I, I know it's not like, oh, they, they should have learned these lessons because obviously this stuff happened very recently and this game has been in the works for a long time, but like, man, it's just, it sucks. And then like, I don't, I think the, the gameplay itself looked cool. Like the movement and the action, but the actual, like, all they were doing was sliding around and shooting these purple orbs on everything. That seemed kind of weird to me. Like, I guess I get it. Like they're trying to break like the brainiac, you know, stuff off of things. But like, if that's, I'm just hoping there's more to it than that, I guess. And it's not just hit the weak point for massive damage on everything that you're shooting. Basically. Yeah. Cause even the brainy, it's even on a um helicopter. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That that's the one that I was like, okay, now this is just getting ridiculous. What are we doing here? Um, yeah. So I I don't know. I'm I'm superly cautiously optimistic about this. Is is what I am right now. Like I I have high hopes that this can still be good, but also I am gonna wait and till I see reviews that confirm that it is actually good before I, I spend too much brain power on it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's just so weird. Like you see in King shark, like just having a Gatling gun and, and, shoot, <laughs> and shooting just a regular gun when it's like, man, I expect him just to be like, just go ram the people and just bite their heads off and shit. Like Hell that. yeah. Like, what the f- Exactly. And, 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 and Mr. Moves on. 
boomerang. Yeah, well, see, he, he looks like he does a special ability with the boomerang, mm-hmm. but then he's just shooting a gun, and then it's like, dude, he should have like a whole bunch of special boomerangs or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we'll sell you special boomerangs, Dominic. Don't you worry. <laughs> yeah. I think the only other thing to talk about real quick with this game is what you and I were talking about before we started recording. Like, this is set in the Arkham universe, seemingly. And it seems kind of dark. Like, yeah, these guys are all, you know, infected by Brainiac, but they're still, like, killing people and whatnot. So, like... Yeah. What is this universe going to look like at the end of this game? Are we just going to literally and kill off all of the the Justice League? See that, and that's why I didn't. I didn't think it was part of the Arkham universe at first. I don't know if people mm. were saying that, and I was like, maybe it's not because I saw Deadshot and Arkham City. He wasn't black. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, I don't know. I was, I, was like, I was joking, but 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 no. But it's it, but I guess it's just one of those things. Just like, hey, we just made you the black guy. There we go. Because we got to have one of these characters be black. We got to <laughs> have color. We've got diversity. We've got a Polynesian yeah. shark, Dominic. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, just to be honest, though, like if they didn't make Deadshot black, I I wouldn't have been upset. I mean, I'm just saying that you you gotta just. If they, if they want to make diversity, um, like I don't mind a bit back, but I'm just saying that you could have you could have got um, ti- um, what's his name, Tiger, um, something, um, shit, I forgot his name, uh, something Tiger, uh, he's um, cause he is black, that's his that's his, and he's um, he's an anti-hero, but he was on the Suicide Squad before. Oh, okay. Bronze Tiger, I think it is. Bronze yeah. Tiger. Not Black Tiger. They didn't just go with that name. <laughs> nah. Huh. Black Lightning, Black Tiger, Black Adam. I know Black Adam doesn't count. Yeah, yeah, no, Black. <laughs> Unless yeah, you black ask Adam the WWE, in which case the uh, Black Adam is the first <laughs> black champion. Yeah, Bronze Tiger. Yeah, they could have got Bronze Tiger. And got Michael J. White to talk for. There you go. All right, Dominic. So that was the Sony State of Play. Did you see any other news this week you want to talk about or these past couple of weeks you want to talk about before we jump into new releases? Nah, I'm good. All right, new releases, Dominic. We actually got a pretty solid slate here, so let's start going down the list. First up, we got Blanc. That is out on the Nintendo Switch and PC, and that is that black and white game starring a deer and a fox, I think, that we've seen on like Nintendo Directs and and some other places. I have actually not seen any reviews on this game yet, so I wonder how it turned out. Uh, it seemed like you know people were pretty positive on it leading up to it, but currently user reviews on Steam do not seem to be particularly fav- favorable. Showing what is this game six about? Six out of ten. Uh, it's like a black and white game. There's like a little fox or a dog, and then a deer, and it looks kind of like oh, a yeah. co-op-y. That's uh, right. This was on. Was this showing off in Nintendo Direct or something? Yeah, I think Nintendo Directs. We've seen it a couple of times now. So, yeah, if that oh, didn't that turn out good, that is unfortunate. Okay, here, it's let's bad. see Metacritic for the Switch. 
Yeah, sixty-seven for man for the game. It's bad for artsy fartsy games to get bad scores. Yeah, three point four user (laughs) user ones. Oh, let's see. This first one is a four cute game, not worth the fifteen dollars. The art style is charming. At the start, until you realize your eyes are hurting from staring at a white screen for two hours. Hard to tell what you're going on, what's going on with the poorly optimized camera and blurry visuals. Story felt underdeveloped with no real stakes. Some parts were charming, but not good enough, not enough to leave a good taste in my mouth. Uh, let's see. This one says 10. My brother and I played through the first seven chapters on the first night and finished it on the second night. It was such a great little game and we really enjoyed it. So there you go. That's the dichotomy of the world there, Dominic. Yeah. Next up, we I, got. I can see people still like, yeah, because I mean, yeah. if you just look for something simple or something, maybe, I don't know. I mean, especially, I think we've talked about this in the past, but like. Even bad games, when they're co-op and you, you're playing with somebody, you can find a lot of fun in bad games yeah. when you're playing with somebody else. And his brother's probably special needs, so it doesn't matter. Jeez. Yeah, So it's just having a good time. gracious. <laughs> All right, next up, Returnal is now out on the PC. So former PlayStation exclusive there. Uh, yeah, that game looks kind of cool. I, I'm interested to see that game um one of these days i'll probably end up checking it out either through like a playstation catalog thing or something probably because uh you know it's roguelike but i've also heard people describe it as kind of like a 3d metroid in uh as a third person shooter which i think could be uh, pretty cool you also have the tales of symphonia remaster that's out on the xbox ps4 and nintendo switch oh shit I remember yeah. reading about that. I told you, damn, it's here. Yep. I yeah, I did not realize it had released already as well. Uh, we also have Shadow Warrior Three, the definitive edition that's down on PC, PS5, and Xbox Series, as well as that game is out on Game Pass now. So if you're looking to play Shadow Warrior Three, that's a great time to play it. Uh, we also have Theater Rhythm Final Bar Line. Now out on the Nintendo Switch and PS4. That is the Final Fantasy music game. So if you're looking for a musical good time, you can check that out Man, what there. Music they didn't have for the other one. Or did they just have the is it just a I don't same know, but now they've different? got like ten million songs or something, Dominic. So clearly they were missing something from that last one. Because this is the one that has like the two DLC packs that combined you end up with like over 750 songs or something like that i feel like god was that many i apparently they've got every sound ever made in in one of these games it's probably like variations of certain songs too it's like it's the orchestra version this is the uh the midi version Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um let's see I just saw a number here, but I thought that was too low, so maybe I was wrong in my exaggeration. It's the piano version, something like that. Because <laughs> they are saying 385 songs, but I thought there was more, if you like. Put together the party with a total of 104 characters. Yeah, that's just too many things, Dominic. 104 characters, 385 songs. This is just absurd. It's absurd. 
All right. Next up, Dominic Wild Hearts. That's out on the PC, PS5, that's and Xbox just, Series. Which, but that's just Monster Hunter, right? That is the Monster Hunter game brought to you by, uh, who is it? That, oh, Koei Tecmo. And uh, so, is it, does it play better than Monster Hunter, or is it still obtuse like that too? Because the way it looked, I, I think it's it obtuse like, it was. like that too. Exactly. Yeah. And I was like, Psh. I think it is just Monster game. Hunter. <laughs> he like just so our monsters look more monstery. <laughs> All right. Next up, Dominic Atomic Heart for the PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series. That is also one Game Pass. That is one that I have uh, started to download. I do want to give that a try. Uh, it it gives me Bioshock vibes, and I, I am all about that. Reviews have been kind of all over the place from what I've seen. There have been some surprisingly low ones and some surprisingly high ones, because honestly, I kind of expected this game to be in like the the 8 range. Um, what What are you getting from this game? I'm getting a lot of Stalin vibes. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the right thing to get from it. <laughs> no, no, the game, it, it looked, yeah, I want to play it. I'm curious about the game. Yeah, I'm not seeing like, like overwhelming, like people love the game. It's like mm. kind of um in the sevens and eights or so. I mean, I think I saw it now somewhere, but. I feel like IGN yeah. was the standout with like a really low score. I'm trying to find the Metacritic now. Um, but yeah, but I, yeah, I do want to play it cause it does look good. Um, so yeah, I'll give it a shot. I didn't even realize it was on the, um, last gen consoles. So I, can yeah, I, for, I, yeah, I don't want to say forgot. I didn't, I don't think I knew that either. Um, let's see. What would IGN have reviewed this under <laughs> on Metacritic? It doesn't even have a category for PS4 or Xbox. So <laughs> I feel like no one's going to actually review it under. Oh, that. no. We are firmly like got to find out for yourself. Generation. Yeah. If they can run. All right. Next up, Dominic, the, uh, we have Cyberpunk. Like a Dragon Ishin. That is the oh, yeah. in the past one that is out on PC, What's PS4, the PS5, like for Xbox One, and Xbox Series. It's got Kenny Omega in it. So if you want to. You want to use him as a support or whatever? You got that guy. Yeah, not a 10 on Steam, but I, I don't see what's Metacritic. Because, yeah, I definitely want this. I mean, yeah. I'm into the series. 81. Okay. How long do you think before that shows up on Game Pass? Next year. Yeah. Or two years. We still got to get Judgment. I want judgment on games. <laughs> but shit, they put all the Yakuza's almost base, basically the same time somewhat. Yeah, like this do. month at the like month or so. I could do that. Did we ever figure out if Judgment is on Xbox and just not on Game Pass yet? Or if it's yes, not on there? It is on Xbox. Okay. It is gotcha. All right. I just miss always miss the goddamn sale. <laughs> All right, next up, Dominic, PSVR. I mentioned earlier that that released this week. Uh, their big title, of course, being Horizon Call of yes. the Mountain. Let I don't think it. I've really seen uh, reviews for that either. I know there have been a lot of reviews of the headset recently, but I haven't Such actually Such a low price. Read Such a low price. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is. Based on that, ten- that technology, it should be about $50,000. I'm only playing $500. So. It's funny because I've seen 
that that was all the like talk around when it got announced like all oh, the price you know for what you're getting is not that bad but a lot of the little bit that I've seen from the reviews is all everybody just mentioning how expensive it is. So it's like, yeah, if you don't, I mean, especially because they don't even have backwards compatibility. So like if they're just trying to sell you this thing that literally costs more than the console that you bought to play it on. And and, it's not wireless and it's not wireless and you don't have a lot of software to sell. Like, yeah, people are going to, Start to wonder if it's if it's worth it. Because I, I don't think I could. You know what? Because that means for me, my, the most space I have is my living room. Right. And that means I would have to bring my PlayStation 5. I have to keep it downstairs, but I only have a TV downstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would have to take it from wherever the TV is and bring it downstairs. Or, or, or if I'm already downstairs, bring it to the living room part because I have room to move. You mean I don't need a TV because I, I'm using a headset, right. but I would have, yeah, it would be convenient for me to have that, to even have that one because of it not being wireless. It will be convenient to me o- only if I'm playing a game that doesn't involve me to move. I can sit down, yeah, and play. Yeah, and it looks like you can just buy them from PlayStation Direct right now. So I wonder what that means for the. Uh, for how excited people are about this. Yeah. If they're not selling through the initial allotments, you know, I don't want, I don't want to sit and here and be the guy got, like, Oh, I have for Spider-Man. That's what you gotta do. You'll get people to get it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's that, that would they suck. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. That's out now. I don't, I don't know that there are too many other games worth mentioning from that launch just because most of them have already been out elsewhere. Uh, it's really just Call of the Mountain. That's kind of their big thing. All right. Next up, Dominic Blood Bowl 3. That's out on. Oh, excuse me. Next up, Dominic, we have Blood Bowl 3. That's out on PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series. Where's your interest in the series at? I played. I think I played two. I don't. Mm-hmm. I forget which one it was. I think it was two, though. I remember you uh, being excited about it at one point, and then yeah, I was. Know, now uh, we're at three, and, and I'm like, where'd this game come from? They, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I didn't even realize it was. Yeah, this was this kind of snuck up on me, but it was it was pretty good. It's, it's an RPG, but with like almost like footballish stuff. It's just that I, I mean, I had I was fine playing it. It's just that other games you know i just don't have i didn't have time like between that it was enough to um get me away from anything else i was playing right um but the whole thing like it's turn-based and because that is i think it is a um paper and pen rpg thing i guess or whatever kind of like a dungeons and dragons Mm kind of thing um so i mean it's based off that and yeah because i mean i think i played like two games in a season like I played against some some guys or whatever, and then you have like I mean it's just like football. You have people like receivers and stuff, and you have to um, get a touchdown. But it's just like you're kind of battling, and like it's it's like a strategy game, basically. Right. It's like a strategy game, um, just in a football field format. Um, I know it's probably some blood pool. Blood Bowl people will probably say, like, you're explaining it all wrong. And I am. <laughs> I'm not explaining it. I'm not explaining it. Tell you right. But I explained the way I, how I played it. And I mean, but it seems fun. It, it, it was fun. It, it didn't seem, um, 
it well when I played, it didn't feel like it was really complicated to learn um the game. Uh yeah. I though I wish it was a there I mean maybe there was, but maybe there's like a little a easier way if I could just jump in and quickly play. Mm-hmm. But see, it wasn't a console. I don't know if there was a console version out or something like that. So it was like on PC and I think if there was like something on Xbox and it was like easy to pick up and play, um, like how Civilization uh, Revolution was, um, then I think I would be playing it a whole lot more. Right. Um, but it, it's not that it's really complicated. It's, it still takes time. Like it, it's a game that will take, because it's a strategy game, it will take time. It's not quick. Um, unless you just, I guess if you're overpowered, if your men are overpowered or something, I guess it could be. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't, yeah, I think your men do level up if they, yeah, do each match. I think so. They haven't played in so long. Gotcha. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to how this got rated. I'm one of the people like this one. Yeah. All right, Dominic, another number three that it feels like kind of came out of nowhere slash I didn't remember if three had already come out or not company of heroes oh no three. this is not good don't don't f- fuck this one don't don't oh, play no. this one blood bowls i see like bad. five out of tens so it's not this is not, not good stick with maybe. two people <laughs> stick with two <laughs> maybe <laughs> time to not do that all right company of heroes three dominic do you remember company heroes two i feel like i've seen that cover forever yes the, like yeah 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 yeah, so they basically so they moved to like an African campaign. They're doing that whole thing, sticking with World War II, of course. So another strategy game that's out on PC now. We also have Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe now out on the Nintendo Switch. So if you want to get your Kirby on your your more traditional two D Kirby on, you can check that out there. And then you have Octopath Traveler 2 that is out on PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, and PS5, Dominic. What is your level of interest in Octopath Traveler 2? Somewhat. I still want to play Octopath Traveler 1. Mm-hmm. I still uh, sort of want to play that, but it's just that it's like, it's, it's time. It's like, yeah. hey, don't want to play that over this other game I want to play now. I wonder um, how much like there's story overlap between the two. Cause I've definitely heard that like Octopath one didn't use the fact that it had so many characters like in a smart way. Whereas this one like intertwines them a lot more and, and tells a, a lot more interesting story. It sounds like, Oh, I just wish I can get through it quick. So I guess cause it's <laughs> on PC. Um, I can go. put some cheats on. I think that's really what it is. Cause I didn't feel like the bother keep leveling up. And then, like, I, cause I did die in that demo when I played it on the um, Switch, mm-hmm. um, because, like, yeah, because it's I wasn't higher level. Oh, I mean, I mean, I could you can win. I just didn't do the right combination of stuff. It didn't happen right for me. Right. They got a critical hit on me or something, you know, or I didn't heal. I thought I can brute force my way through, and I didn't heal, and then it was too late. Like, I just didn't want to stick going to that. Like, that's the type of game. Like, I years ago, maybe I, I would do it. But like play through it for hours or something or whatever mm. it takes to um to beat it. But with so so many games out now, like that one, I wanted to be a little simpler. Yeah. So I just want to be a little easier. So maybe I'll put a cheat on that's like not not even just that I'm invincible, just that maybe, hey, I'm two times like 
like two times um hits or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like I hit more or something like that. Like I'm a little stronger um for I can get through stuff quick. And I think the save I forgot what was the save system wasn't that great or something. I forgot what a, I don't, I don't know if you can save anywhere. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that gotcha. works in that game. I think that was a thing too. But oh, like from that first one, but yeah, I wonder about the second one. Um, is is it is it better? Yeah, is it considered better? From what I saw, it sounded like yeah, it was getting more more positive reviews. Oh, we well, got nine out of ten, eighty four percent on Metacritic. Yeah, so not too shabby, Dominic. Not too shabby. All right, Dominic, those are our new releases for these past couple of weeks. Uh, you got anything else for the people? Ah, I'm good. All right. And this podcast, we've been up here long. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you guys, as always, for listening. You can check us out on Twitter. Dominic is at DStalworth5. I'm at RegulusMB. The podcast is at Superpod, S-U-P-A-P-O-D. Superpod.com is the website. You can check us out there. It has all of our podcasts as well as links to all the places you can find us, including YouTube, where there's a video version of this podcast. You can go check out our uh, Half-Ass Game of the Year awards for 2022 that just went Wait. up. This oh, yeah, past yeah, for 20, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yes. <laughs> I guess the, the year we do it is for 2022, yeah. Yeah. You don't want to start going down like the Emmy loophole or whatever, Dominic, where it's like, oh, yeah. well, it was part of this, but, or what was it, like the Japanese game awards whenever we look at those awards it's like oh well they're reviewing this game from this game yeah so check that out and uh yeah of course all the audio plays you can find us as well itunes stitcher google podcast spotify all those things until next time guys talk to you later all right see ya